Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets If you don't win your first bet, place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotion, promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. All right. Welcome, everybody, to an all-new episode of Much to Do About Nothing, the show where me and Joelle literally talk about nothing. Uh, no, but all jokes aside, um, this is going to be a very fun podcast for me and Joelle. Um, our Knicks are looking good. The rest of the Eastern Conference, outside of the top three uh, teams in the East, look really wobbly. Um, so we're gonna have a lot of fun with this episode, but first and foremost, let me introduce Joel. What's going on, Joel? Going on, Juan. I actually have a small beef with you, and that's where we will begin this episode. Um, I wanted Justin Fields, and I feel as though you knew I wanted Justin Fields, so you personally made a phone call to Chicago and said, how, how would you like to screw over Juwan and take the quarterback he wants a few picks right before him? Um, so I put that solely at your feet and I would like you to defend yourself. Why would you well, do that? Gladly. Um, I figured uh, someone wanted him early. Uh, <laughs> I didn't think he would drop all the way to 15. So i I picked up the phone myself and personally called Chicago and said, you guys are stupid if you don't trade up. And they willingly gave me everything I wanted. <laughs> they legit did. They legit, they legit said, uh, we are so confident in Justin Fields. We're not even concerned that a first-year quarterback might not even make the playoffs. And that pick that we gave New York yeah. might actually be one of the worst decisions we've ever made. Um, but I'll take it. <laughs> I mean, I legit, I'm sitting there, right? And I'm like, to be fair, you look at Atlanta, who was the shock of the draft, because a lot of people would have thought they would have wanted a quarterback for the future. Matt Ryan is not 28 years old. Right. That um, was what we, my last week. Really, we don't really know what Atlanta is going to do. That's where I got stuck. I, like, I don't know. Right. Like, I told you there was, uh, and a report came out a few days ago that Bill was offered um, a, a high trade. Um, and decided to to decline it. So either he knew Mac Jones would fall that low, or he was just going to take whoever was available at that spot and didn't really care. Um, yeah, Atlanta going with um, probably the best uh, the best player in this entire draft in Kyle Pitt. Um, Kyle Pitt, sorry. Pitt, Pitts. Teaming him up with Julio. Uh, is going to be a problem for the NFL. But my issue with Atlanta is it wasn't a lack of scoring that made you one of the worst teams in the NFL last year. It was your inability to stop someone from scoring. 
<laughs> that like I think we forget Atlanta was up 38 to 14 on Dallas and that yeah. game ended 40 to 38. Yeah. They were they had some they just couldn't stop a damn soul. They, right. They couldn't keep a lead to save their life. That's the problem. Right. So to me, it's like that's that's their problem. So I mean, even though I if if I was uh the head of Atlanta, I would have drafted a quarterback. I, I don't know who, honestly. To me, I kind of feel like there were five good ones you could have went with. Uh, so it was whoever you decided to go with. But they decided, you know, we're going to keep Matt Ryan happy. You know, we're we're going to ride this out till the wheels fall off. You know, good for them. Mm-hmm. Um, but Chicago, you, you better hope Justin Fields is everything uh, I was hoping he would be for New England. And that is a bona fide star because you gave Giants, you essentially, they essentially did, and it's not really the same thing, Joel, but they essentially did the trade that Houston did for Russell Westbrook, to where they said, I am betting 100% on now. Yeah. I'm not really concerned about what this will affect us in in the more immediate. Yep. Justin Fields, they gave up. Uh, they gave up their first next year, a fourth next year, mm-hmm. uh, their pick this year in the first round, and a fifth, which yep. we ended up trading later on anyway to move up into into the third round. <laughs> like this, like I know we spent a lot of this year hoping Dallas would suck, regardless of what we did. At least we had that to fall back on, right? Yeah, yeah. But if you're the Giants, it's a perfect scenario to be in. If you win, you suck. I don't think any one of us thinks Atlanta is going to be drastically better than they were last year. Because they essentially didn't really make any, like, yes, okay, you got, you know, so essentially Atlanta obviously is taking a a playbook out of Mike D'Antoni's book to where it's Mm -hmm. just like, I'll, I'll just score 180 points every night if I have to. I won't play any defense. I won't stop you. But hopefully you won't yeah, be able- <laughs> right. So, um, so I look at it and I go, I don't know, man. Like I don't know what their record was last year, but I could, I'd say Kyle Pitts gets you at least three more wins. Now, remember, there's an extra playoff spot now in the NFL. Um, so could could Atlanta maybe fight for that? Sure. I just don't see it being likely. So I'm like, if you're the Giants, you could ultimately say, shit, let's go all out make the playoffs and, you know, we get bounced out. Cool. We got a first rounder we could trade to get a star player or whatever to help really take this roster where it needs to go. So I'm like, that was, that was why everyone, my mom was calling me like, why would the Giants do that? I'm like, well, it's a win-win for them. I mean, completely. like, honestly, like to me, I don't see Atlanta. Let's say this, Joel, in a perfect world, Atlanta is no higher than 15. That's still a really good pick. <laughs> like 15th in the draft, uh, you know, especially if the draft is as deep as it was this year. Um, and, you know, it, it all depends. Who knows what you guys' needs might be uh, come next year. You know, you might just need just an offensive lineman and a good one might be available at 15. So to me, it was not a bad trade for the Giants. It was a very smart trade for the Giants. Mm-hmm. Only time will tell if it was a stupid trade. <laughs> For the Bears. For the Bears, yeah. Right. But it won't – and I'll say this to be fair. I won't judge Atlanta off of uh, – I yeah, I won't judge the Bears, sorry, off of whatever their record is next year. 
right? Because Justin Fields very much could be a late bloomer. He in his third year could, you know, um, be an all-star or, or a pro bowler, sorry, a pro bowler and go deep in the playoffs. So it's more of a long-term thing. But if the Bears suck next year, the Giants get a top five pick, it will be something that people look back on and go, Ugh, maybe, maybe you should have just sat still <laughs> just <laughs> just let it ride out maybe you could have called and uh see if you could have gotten Aaron Rodgers or something um but this is a team that was willing to give up their first round for Russell Wilson so clearly they are desperate for a quarterback so that's what that can show this like Justin Fields so yeah no I I, I have faith in him I now don't have as much faith because he's not in New England but I do think he will be a <laughs> quarterback in the NFL. I just don't think that team is, I mean, maybe defensively it's, it's loaded enough to keep him in games. Uh, so he just has to worry about not losing them. Yeah. Um, but I, that offensive, the, their offensive talent leaves a lot to be admired. Uh, they have a great uh, receiver in Allen Robinson. That's really about it. Yeah. They need more work than what they, you know, it's going to take more than what they just did. But um, that's a start. You need a quarterback. So. Yeah. That's the, the, that's the, you know, I need a quarterback and or a, you know, a dominant, like, pass rusher you know, to start. Well, to be fair, they, they got half of that. Uh, Khalil Mack, when he when he decides to be on, he is. Oh, so he that is side of the ball is pretty much decent. You know, they're not bad defensively. Right. Uh, offensively, that they obviously need some work, but. And yeah, they're still building. You know, they need a better running back. Uh, they're running back right now. I can't remember his name. <laughs> Tune uh, Cup. Uh, it's like Gabriel or something. <sighs> they have Tariq Cohen and they have the other dude. I don't remember his name. I know I drafted him like in fantasy like twice and he just keeps coming up short. <laughs> Bothered oh, me. yes. I remember it the one year where uh, they literally decided to play everybody else at running back, but you're. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I do remember that. I mean, this will be his third year, so, you know, I don't want to count him out or anything, but hasn't been great so far. <laughs> Not at all. It, you know what? I'm starting to think, like, remember how I told you I thought I kept jinxing your Giants? Like, every time I kept going, they're going to make the playoffs, and, like, they never mm-hmm. do. Kind right. of think that might be uh, your situation with that running back. Like the day you say, you know what, I'm mm-hmm. done. With this guy, he's gonna, he's gonna break it out. Like, yeah, he's gonna rush for like eight thousand yards in this season. Joseph, like, all right, what the hell? Got it. <laughs> <laughs> um, no. Yeah. Um, I am curious what you thought about your Giants. I'll just do New England really quickly. Um, okay. I did not have a problem with their draft pick till I saw Mac Jones walk, and then I said, oh. <laughs> about Eli for all those years. Yeah, he was like baby Vince McMahon. There was like no swagger in that walk, no confidence. It was just oh my god, he is the opposite of swagger. This man, um, so goodness, he could throw a ball at least. I I I did what I never do, and I never usually go for for football and check out college um college highlights. I like yeah. Um, because college football is drastically different than college basketball. Like you could watch Anthony Davis dominate college basketball and go, well, he'll clearly dominate the NBA. 
Um, but with football, I always find it to be a little different. Some guy, Johnny Manziel killed college football, did not do so well in pro. Tim Tebow. Tim Tebow. Yes. Tim Tebow for sure. Um, so to me, football is so hit and miss. So I, I don't usually do that. Cause like I'll do it. It'll hype me. And then they'll hike the ball and their turnover machine. And I'm like, well, God damn. Yeah. Um, but I did look at it. And one thing I can say about, uh, Mac Jones, he does not turn over the football and he is very efficient in the end zone. Yep. Um, but again, I, my mind is, is what, is what Bill said. And Bill said, Cam is his quarterback. So he sees someone that uh, can throw that can play football better than him. So right. I'm like, okay, I don't mind this kid learning from Cam Newton for a year, um, and then you know, seeing what Mac Jones has going forward. Yeah, maybe uh, he can learn some swag. Hell yes, that's the one thing he could learn <laughs> from Cam Newton for sure. Some damn. Yeah. That's um, right. <laughs> I will say though, New England for some strange reason, I don't know if Nick Saban is paying Bill Belichick, but for some reason. Bill drafted nothing but Alabama. Uh, uh, yeah, that's the, that's one of their go-to colleges. Yeah, between Rutgers and Alabama, Bill Bill will draft the shit out of you if you're from those two schools. He won't even think twice. Um, we have a lot of guys from Georgia for some reason. A lot of bulldogs on our team. <laughs> I wonder if that's I wonder if that's a scout thing or if that's a Joe Judge just really likes you know how maybe that school uh, develops their players. I mean, it's been the last couple of years. It was like uh, even before Joe Judge got here, yet. Oh, then yeah, it might be <laughs> might be an organizational thing. Yeah. But hey, as long as something good comes from it, I don't mind. I just thought it was really weird that I was like, oh, this guy's this guy looks like he's really dope. What school? Alabama. Oh, this guy looks oh. good too. Alabama. I'm like, that's all a right. good, that's a good school too, though. You know? Oh, for sure. I mean, it's shit, bro. So. One of the guys we drafted said he wanted to come to New England because the uh, the programs are so similar. All they do is win. So he didn't want to come to an organization that was a loser. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm like, yeah, I mean, sure. Nick Saban to Bill Belichick? Yeah, ideally, that's what most people would want. Um, <laughs> but overall, we didn't go wide receiver to like our very last round. Um, we went defense heavy. Which to me is fine because we couldn't fucking stop anybody last year. Um, so we shored up our defensive line. We shored up our linebackers. Um, I'm completely fine with that. We got a running back and we just declined Sony Michelle's uh, fifth year option. Not surprised. That guy's disappointed me every fucking year. <laughs> really? Because his first year, the year they went to the Super Bowl, I thought he, I thought he was, well, maybe he was a playoffs, but I thought he had a good regular season. I, he's just every time I've had him in fantasy, he's just no. <laughs> well, I would definitely say keep your eyes open for Damian Harris. Um, but everything I keep hearing about this new kid that they drafted, the running back, he runs, he runs, uh, he runs angry. And I'm like, I always love to hear that. Um, yeah, like, look too. at a guy like Derrick Henry and he runs angry, like really angry. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, again, Mac Jones, I loved you till I saw you walk. Now I got to kind of reevaluate things. <laughs> um, he's a perfect quarterback for New England. He's a pocket passer. They're used to guys that can't run anyway. That's why it's not been so successful with Cam. <laughs> well, actually, he runs too much. Yeah. Actually, to be fair, what they were trying to do with Cam last year, I thought was was brilliant. 
to where you're catering it to where it's um, because what New England's never really had, and I know this is going to sound insane, but it was a dual threat. So it was the idea of if you know Brady's going to step back, you just you send the rush, right? But when you have a quarterback that can scramble as well as Cam, you can't blitz all that often because uh, it'll make something happen with his feet. So I'm like, Mac Jones, I would like it if he could be a little bit – to me, as long as you're more mobile than Brady is, I'm, I'm fine with it. I, I don't need you to be uh, Michael Vick. I just don't need you to be Brady. Like, Brady will legit just fall down instead of taking a uh, – you know, instead of maybe trying to scramble or anything, he'll just up sack. I don't like that. Never have, never will. Um, but enough about us. I know how much you dislike all of Boston sports. So let's go to you, Joel. That's very true. You guys traded back. How did you how did you feel about your overall draft for the Giants? Overall, I'm very happy. Uh the first I didn't I don't know who, at the first at least I didn't know who the health and Darius Tony was. So we traded back, we got a receiver. We ended up getting a receiver anyway. Uh, we I think that's what we wanted in the first place, but you know the Eagles ended up trading in front of us and taking Devonte Smith, like, you know, petty motherfuckers as they are, <laughs> right in front of us to take the guy who wanted. So I'm like, all right, fine. Uh, I thought we'd end up going like tackle or or edge rusher like early, but no, you know we we you know we moved back and we went down to twenty and we ended up picking up Kadarius Tony and I didn't know who he was, but apparently he's pretty good as a weapon all around the field. So, and I like what I've seen so far. He's a make you miss type of uh, guy. So I, I, that's, he seems like he's going to be a fun guy to watch. Um, in the second round, we went uh, Aziz Arjulari. I honestly didn't expect him to fall in the second round. Uh, and especially as far as he did, because we ended up trading back again in the second round to 50, I think, or whatever. And this guy, we want, I heard his name a lot early. Yeah, and so I was not. I was actually shocked that he actually fell. So uh, we ended up getting the guy we wanted and traded back anyway. So we ended up getting more picks and the guy we wanted. So uh, I think that it turned out to be really good. And, and look, he's a Georgia Bulldog. Like I was telling you, <laughs> seemed to like Georgia Bulldogs. Um, well, we ended up trading up in the third round to get Aaron Robinson from uh, UCF. Um, again, I don't know him very well, but he's a corner, uh, and I think. Which weird is because the secondary is like something I thought was a strength of ours. So I guess they're just adding depth and they felt like they really liked him. For, so I can't really complain. Um, the next three guys, you know, we have Ellison Smith, Gary Brightwell, uh, Darius Williams. So we end up with another edge rusher in Ellison Smith. Um, I like because he seemed like he's a sneaky good player. Um, he looks, he has the size and, and it looks like he can do, do the job. So, like, I mean, I like that we brought in two edge rushers. Um, uh, that that fits a need, like a real big need for us, and so now there's at least competition at that position. So I look forward to seeing who uh, wins that out. Uh, we went with Brightwell in the seventh or sixth. I forget what round this. Uh, this one, I think it was six. Um, I and he's a, he's more likely going to be a special teams guy, but he's a running back. He'll probably play third string uh, running back. So depth, you know. And then you got Rodarius Williams, who's Greedy's older brother. <laughs> Um, and it's another cornerback, so again, more depth at the corner. We'll see if he makes the team, but I think he seems to be pretty good. So I don't know. We'll see. You know, it's, it's, those are late round guys, so it's one of the like, fifty. I always say that um, the best the best picks in draft. I was actually telling my mom this. I was telling her when you draft in football, I'd even say football or basketball. If it's outside of the top five pick, it's always a gamble. 
it's always a gamble. Those are usually your, your bona fide sure things, your top five, right? Those are the ones that you don't really require a, a scout. It's just, it's like, well, these are the five best players you could possibly draft. Pick one, you know? Um, like, only time in basketball I've ever seen someone actually in the first round for a top pick, like, actually outsmart everybody mm-hmm. is when Boston went up to take Jason Tatum. I don't think anyone valued Jason Tatum the way Boston did and that Jason Tatum ended up, you know, for what he ended up becoming. I don't think anyone saw that. Um, so that is like the ace of scouting, even in a, a top five, uh, top eight um, selection. Cause I don't think anyone well, saw Jason Tatum. Being I think we'll have a legit with Boston. I think they traded back. Honestly. Uh, I think they right. traded, they had the, they, they had a, yeah, I think they had a top two or top three, and then they traded back to like five or something like that. No, they were. I think it was top three. You're right. Um, and it wasn't a bit. It was only like a, a one or two jump, you know. So and it was, they went with Markel Fultz, and Boston ended up drafting Jason Tatum. And well, you see how that worked out. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. So the point I was making to her is, where scouts really earn their money is in the second, third, and fourth rounds. Uh, Dak Prescott later uh, was a was a low draft pick. Uh, Patrick Mahomes, Russell Wilson. Obviously, we know the story of Tom Brady. Um, so that's where scouting really makes their money is when they find those diamonds in the rough. Um, so to me, it's like the first round is usually, okay, you know, that's, that's, that, that's that strong punch in a boxing match. But the real knockout punch is when you're able to find an Emmanuel quickly or Mitchell Robinson, you know what I'm saying? So to yeah. me, that's when scouts really earn their dollar. Um, yeah. Is with well, like, for instance, I want a, a good one uh, is Tay Crowder from our, our Mr. Irrelevant from last year. He was the last pick in the draft. He was uh, a giant. Obviously, he was, we had the last pick in the draft last year. Um, and we picked up Tay Crowder. And he made the team. He didn't just make the team. He made the rotation. <laughs> like He was in the rotation one of the better players at inside linebacker. So this guy was the last pick in the draft. And made and you know contributed very much to the team last year so just because you're late round pick and look you know with fucking tom brady that doesn't mean it's a waste it's a waste of a pick right um actually i to, to me it's starting to kind of feel like in football and basketball the later the better um more football you know, no. well, football definitely usually yeah for sure um basketball it's usually the later in the first round sometimes the better um because a lot of these kids that are balling out right now weren't weren't number one or top five overall picks. Um, some of these guys were later were later draft picks that are that are blooming. Mm-hmm. Um, Jalen Brown, Donovan Mitchell. Um, Jalen Brown was the third the third pick in the draft. He was the third pick in the draft. Yeah, he was. Oh my God! Now I look mm-hmm. at Jalen Brown's career way differently. Um, yeah. He a hundred percent was a bust till recently. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, when they drafted him, I was like, "Wow, that's pretty high." But you know, they see something. Look, and now I mean, it's trying to pay off now. <laughs> do you remember? And it, this is on the spot, so if you don't, don't, don't even try try to look it up. But do you remember who was number one that year? He was number three. I don't remember. Okay, no, I'm yeah. just trying to see what, like, where Boston was just like, not nah, this guy. Um, to be fair, <laughs> to be fair, he was always a really good defensive. Uh, yes. But what he's doing now was nothing. They, like- tra- they literally drafted him off of potential. Like, uh, I mean, obvious potential. Because he had, a, like, that like, two-way player type 
I know he is. That's what he is. But like the offense didn't like really come until like like that Kyrie the year Kyrie was like in and out and shit. <laughs> right. Which is crazy because we saw what he did in the playoffs, but then it was just like that year after. It was just right. like Jalen, like, are you gonna continue it? Yeah. And I think more recently, like this year, he's really showing like and, and I, I know you always disagree with this, but I I really don't think they could sustain success long term keeping both of those guys. I really don't. Um, and it's not because I don't think they can play together, but it's just it, it's the same thing I always thought about Stephen Clay. It was like, well, once you stop winning, you're now paying two of these players an uh, enormous amount of money where you could instead take that money and spread it over more players. Um, because in all honesty, could the Celtics build a team with just Jason Tatum or build it? I'm sorry, build it around Jason Tatum and sustain success? A hundred percent, a hundred percent. So to me, it's one of those things where it's like, I have to see it. I have to see them win for me to, for me to believe that that money is worth paying these two players when the rest of the team isn't all that good. Um, so that's what I mean by that. I'm not saying that the, these two working together can't get it done. Um, it just, it's like Golden State. <laughs> like, do you, do you really think Golden State every day doesn't look at Draymond and go, why did I give you that goddamn money? Like, I could, <laughs> I could have put somebody around Steph Curry right now while Clay Thompson is out. Uh, so that's more so what I mean, that, you, you know, you're kind of putting money somewhere where it would be better off spent somewhere else. Um, but yeah. So, yeah, no, I, I like what the Giants are doing. And look, it might be a curse. I don't mean it to be, but I'm going with you guys again. I'm not really impressed. Uh, I like Washington's weapons. I No one will say it, but Washington does have the best receiving core in the NFC East. Um, scary Terry. Terry uh, McLaren. 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 McLaren, thank you. I, I couldn't remember what it was. Um, that boy, I'd take Terry over anybody in the nfc east literally anybody don't i don't care about amari cooper cd lamb i don't care about none of those guys i would take uh scary terry any day pretty good um, so i think the only thing washington is missing is like i don't know a quarterback um, <laughs> so yeah, that seems to be important um, these days i don't know <laughs> yeah you know you know a guy that can actually get the receiver the ball you know um but yeah no. I'm still going with the Giants. I think they have the be the best coach. I think they have the best potential. I think you have the best running back, even coming off the injury. Yeah. Um, and I think you have a guy that will grow into making better decisions with the football and Daniel Jones. Um, His biggest issue was fumbles. Honestly, it was weird. Just touch him and the ball falls down. <laughs> right. Uh, so it was something he got better at throughout the year. But, yeah. It's something he's – I mean, I, I don't know if he's 100% cured of that, but it's definitely something he's going to have to learn to not do. Uh, turning the ball over does not help us at all. And as long as he doesn't do that, he usually didn't hurt his side from you know, turning the ball over, which is something you should not do in football. <laughs> yes, they frown upon that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but, no, so my, my thoughts is definitely Giants this year. Um, I'm going to stick with that. And I hope so. I don't ever waver. You know, because to me, it's always, I don't know, whenever the Giants look bad, it, it's never a, my, my gut reaction is never, oh, it's the Giants being the Giants again. 
it's usually like injuries happen or, you know what I'm saying? Or guys not having the world's best offensive line, you know, stuff like that. Like I don't ever just attribute it to, Oh, you're the giant. So like losing is in your DNA. No, it's usually something that that contributes to the giants losing. And it's usually, you know, the typical things, injuries, you don't have the best offensive line. Um, You know, you have a relatively young quarterback, you know, stuff like that. So. To me, I think this is the year they get over that. They win the NFC East. And... Yeah, no excuses this year. I mean, Daniel Jones has all the fucking weapons in the world right now. <laughs> yeah, because I'll tell you this. You will have people looking at Giants sideways, especially if the draft next year is not strong with quarterbacks. Mm-hmm. Um, people will look sideways at New York for going, well, goddamn, Justin Fields was right there. <laughs> you made that decision right there. Um, again, I am not one of the people that think the Giants should even think about trading away uh, or, or moving on from Daniel Jones. Um, you drafted him high as shit. And I can tell you right now, I do not believe Daniel Jones, like Daniel Jones is not Chris Stops. To where if the Knicks didn't draft Chris Stops, he would not have made it out of that top 10, right? Mm-hmm. I do not believe Daniel Jones would have been the next quarterback selected in that draft. No, I don't think so either. <laughs> he would have been around in the second round for Giants to circle back around and get him. Um, so the fact that you made that decision to draft him as high as you did, you stick with him, at least till his contract is up. At mm-hmm. least. And then if you want to reevaluate, sure. That's it. Yeah. But no. You don't draft a player that high and then go, eh, no, not really. I'm done. That, uh, yeah, Kettleman, that was, his, that was his, I think what, his first pick with us. Uh, or second, I forget. Um, but, yeah, I mean, that was a weird year anyway because, like, we ended up, we had, like, three first-round picks. Um, and he was – and obviously Daniel Jones was the first. Um, and we were – the whole year, we're like, man, because we wanted, I think, Chase Young, but obviously Washington was going to take Chase Young. <laughs> uh, it was never going <laughs> to fall. Washington is um, stupid. Not that stupid, though. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, and then there was like the, the, the whole controversy. Thing. Do we take this dude? Uh, I can't remember who uh, Washington drafted. Because Washington had two picks, too. Right. <laughs> they, uh, they got a quarterback, and he's no longer in the league. Uh, yeah. <laughs> no, I think he is, but, like, he's – it's not good. <laughs> like, no, no, no. Remember, they, they released him. Yeah, they did. But I think I think Pittsburgh's uh, picked him up or some shit. Oh, shoot. Okay, okay. My, my mistake. Okay. Um, but yeah, no, I, I think you guys definitely came out better on that end. Your your quarterback is a star. Yeah, it worked, it worked out. <laughs> yeah, I'll talk shit, but like that guy like got cut from literally got cut from Washington like two years later. Come on, what the right, fuck? And let, let's bring some context to, to our audience, Joel. He got cut from a team who did not have a quarterback. A quarterback yeah, first. Yeah. <laughs> Like he didn't get cut because they had like two good quarterbacks and just didn't have the room for him. He got cut from a roster, probably the only roster in the NFL last year that desperately needed just a quarterback, you know, not necessarily even a good one, just someone to hike the football. Uh, And he managed to mess that up. Oh yeah. Giants, Giants ended up good on that. But like I said, I am never a fan. And especially because I've watched some Giants games with you. The kid has the talent. Um, turning over the football is something Baker Mayfield does all the time, but you don't hear people talking about, uh, Brown should get rid of him. Um, hell cam turned the ball over like a, like a a fucking madman last year. And he's still a starter for new England. So I'm like, it it happens to the best of them at shit. Ben Roethlisberger probably throws more interceptions and touchdowns himself. 
Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm like, it, it happens to the best of them, man. So to me, it's all about how you correct it and how you move on. And that's what I'm interested to see from Daniel. Yep. Me too. But all right, let's move into uh, anything else you want to talk about from NFL or the draft? No, I think we, I think it covered everything. All right, let's move into basketball. Our New York Knicks, who play in uh, less than an hour, took the victory. I mean, took the victory from uh, from the Rockets. And Clyde brought up a good point. That's usually the game that's a trap game for the Knicks. Every Knicks team since the 2000s, probably mid or early to mid 2000s and on, that would be a game the Knicks would come in highly favored and find a way to screw up. Um, but Julius Randle said, uh-uh. I don't play those kinds of games. We's about to whoops these Rockets, um, and we was going to whoop some good, and they did. Uh, that was definitely a game. You know what, Joel? I was a little disappointed in Julius Randle. I thought that would have been – remember Melo's game against the Hornets? Maybe. I mean – Where he dropped 61. Wow. Yeah, I remember that. I thought, I thought this game in Houston would have been Julius Randle's 60-point game. They just couldn't guard him. They had, they had no answer for him none um i was just like damn julius that's that's how you really get them to to uh stop ignoring you in this mvp conversation drop 60 on the team um (laughs) but obviously the team did not need him to do that we uh very handily blew out the houston rockets i don't even think i think they scored only 97 points so they didn't even drop 100 and i think we had like 120 like 124 or something like that yeah um very efficient game very good game um, and I do like that Derrick Rose is playing so well, he is making it almost impossible for Alfred Payton to be on the court in uh-huh. situations. Yeah, uh, basically. No one those minutes anymore. I mean, Alfred gets spot minutes, even though he's a starter. <laughs> right. Yeah. No, you're 100% right. And here's the crazy thing, Joel. Alec Burks has been cleared to play. So yeah, he's nice. he in the rotation. Mm-hmm. That'll be even less minutes for Alfred Payton. And I. <laughs> <laughs> I love every bit of it. <laughs> I love every second of it. But um, I, I want to pose it to you, Joel. What are your thoughts on the win? And what are your thoughts on this this stretch? Like, do you feel really good heading into this this West Coast stretch? I do. I mean, they seem to be on a roll regardless. I mean, they lost to the Suns, but that didn't break them. Obviously, they, they came into Chicago and to fucking Houston and, and handled their business. They blew them both out. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Um, it's been an easy ride so far. I mean, who do we play tonight? Um, uh, Grizzlies. Yeah, they're going to be tough. I mean, that that they started a win streak for us. You know, we, we were down, I think, 16 at one point against Memphis. And then we, as we came back and won that game, because um, they, they, they battle on the board. And, like, we're not even going to have Maryland so well tonight. So it's like we're going to have to bang, you know. And it's good. I think well, it's a good chance for Pell to get some minutes and, you know, show if he can actually bang and rebound. Obviously, he can block shots, but I just need to bang the board, you know. Taj will be in there doing his thing. He's definitely stepped it up. Um, So, uh, we just got to handle the, you know, we got to rebound against this team. We do, because the second change is going to kill us, and I don't want to lose because of fucking rebounding. Yeah, I mean, hell, we signed Pell to a very nice contract. At some point, he has to earn it. Um, you know, cause I think we more so signed it off of potential, like what, what we thought he could be for us. Um, now it needs to be, we signed him because of what he has done for us. Um, so to me, this is, this is the night where he has to prove it. I don't think 
Nerlens will be out long. Um, so to me, it's just don't lose us the game. It's as simple as that. You know, no added pressure on you. We're not asking you to come out and drop 50 a game. We're just asking you not to be the reason we lose games. And I don't, th- I don't think that's, that's unfair. You know, right. uh, don't be the reason we lose games. Um, but yeah, man, uh, I, I, I think the, the Knicks can weather this storm. I, I really can. I, I don't think me and you need to go through how many we think they can win. Um, I don't think we have the best results when we do that. Um, so we can just leave it at, excuse me, um, you know, just come out 500. That's all I can ask for. Just come out 500. That's yep. it. That's it. At this point, avoid the playing game. That's it. That's all yep. I can ask for the Knicks. Just avoid it. Locked in. That the worst we can do is get a playing game. <laughs> right, right. We, we won't, we don't have to worry about missing the playoffs in, in its entirety, but being in a play-in situation, I don't think is conducive for the Knicks because that's more so like yeah. you, have to, you have to win two games, and it's it's the equivalent of like an NFL playoffs. You only have to lose one. All right. You well, if you, so, if you look at West Coast trip, honestly, the, um, oh shit, uh, um, I forgot what I was gonna say. Oh, they look <laughs> at this West Coast trip, um, Memphis. It's one of those teams that we we have, we should take care of. Um, we should worry about Denver. We should definitely worry about Phoenix and the Clippers. Um, I would say the Lakers, but they've been fucking up. But you never know. We got LeBron playing. You know, you know it's not going to be easy. Um, so, yeah. So, like you said, if we can split this trip, awesome. <laughs> yeah. To me, as long as we avoid, like I said, as long as we avoid the play-in game, that's all I ask for. That's it. No. Um, but yeah, uh, huge shouts out to Derrick Rose, who's been playing like MVP Derrick Rose for us, uh, over this last stretch since he's come back from uh, from COVID. Yeah, basically, me. he's doing everything but dunking at this point. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And let me just say this, and this is why, and, and I called it, uh, but it's not one of those like, oh, no one, no one would have seen it coming. But I'm saying, I know Derrick Rose is going to retire, Nick. I think Derrick Rose has three good years left in him right mm-hmm. um derrick rose if we keep derrick rose and obviously everything works out with tibbs you know we don't screw anything up we keep tibbs derrick rose will be how ob Toppin becomes unlocked like how uh tibbs and that staff unlocked randall derrick rose will unlock uh ob Toppin, and that puts us in a very good situation because if ob Toppin can live up to the hype that uh, he had when he was drafted, it gives us two scenarios. One of them being we have a very good player that comes off the bench that will be part of our future going right. you know, down the line. Or it's a very desirable asset to trade if mm-hmm. he can live up to the hype. So to me, it's a win-win. Um, and it's why I'm like, Derrick Rose has to stay. And I told you, I, I, I know he will take a hometown discount for Tibbs. So I don't think money will be our issue. Uh, I think our biggest issue will be, excuse me, uh, making sure he he still has rotation. So, you know, if we do go after Alonzo, he's clearly our starter. He clearly would be playing in closing minutes. Um, so you would just be, and, and, you know, Rose said it today. He said the thing he loves about this team is whatever coach asks of him, you know, what, whatever coach needs, that's what he'll do. Um, so as long as he keeps that attitude, I think we'll be fine. But he ha- he has something in him. That is like the Obi Toppin whisperer. 
I swear. It's like the OB top and whisper. He mm-hmm. OB's starting to get that confidence going. Yeah. And I'm like, I, I want I want to get OB in more crucial minutes of a game. Like uh early fourth quarter, you know, we have a lead, we have to maintain it. I want him on the court in those moments. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, clearly I'm not asking to sacrifice the game just to give Obi Toppin some points, but when you play him in crucial moments like that and he thrives, it's confidence. And that's the only thing he's lacking is confidence. So to me, it's like, I think, I, I really do think if Derrick Rose can unlock Obi Toppin, oh man, having Dallas's pick, regardless of where it is, having our pick, regardless of where it is, plus desirable assets like a, like a Obi Toppin, it just opens the door for so many different possibilities to add a uh, really good talent to this team. Uh, yeah. next few years. So to oh, me, Obi looked really good the last couple of games. You know, he doesn't look as nervous anymore. He seems to be more confident. He's still, he's obviously still learning, and the game's still coming on. But he's he's looking better for sure. And I'll say this, well, I'll say this. I think you'll like this comparison. Oh, at best, Obi Toppin can be what Blake Griffin has been over the last what five six years. At <laughs> worst, Obi Toppin will be Aaron Gordon. Yeah. <laughs> right that's not a bad comparison like think of what blake has become being able to shoot uh you know expanding his game than just a highlight reel and then right. think about where aaron gordon is where he's still purely just a highlight reel um but he's effective you know he's not he's not trash but he's nowhere near what people need i'll tell you this he's nowhere near what denver would need him to be um to really affect change uh you know in the outcome of games so to me if ob Toppin can be somewhere in between that Knicks Knicks will be fine whether they want to keep them or move them they'll be fine but he, right. excuse me he has to be somewhere in between that okay yeah i agree i i just want him to succeed it's better if both our rookies are doing well and the fact that they're both in the rotation uh, I mean, I, it speaks volumes considering we have two other guys that are on the bench who got drafted two years ago and then one three years ago. <laughs> um, yeah. They can't yeah. get rotation, but these rookies can, so, so you need I, something. It, it, but to be fair, and I always remind people this, Frank Nilakina under no circumstances is a bus, and the reason why he's not a bus is I think a lot of people keep forgetting why he was drafted. He was supposed to be the Derek Fisher of Phil Jackson's triangle. So he was drafted for a specific reason. He was never drafted as the guy that was going to come in here and, and, and drop 15 a night for us with tennis. Like he was never necessarily supposed to be that guy. He was supposed to be someone who could lead the triangle for Phil. Right. So then Phil's gone and then you bring in the new, you know, the, the new regime and it's kind of like, they don't really get, what Frank does well. So we've just had constant years of people not understanding what Frank does well and just let him stick to that. So now you're in a predicament to where it's like, of course he's out the rotation. We have an influx of guards. (laughs) So it's like, why would Tibbs play the unsure guy when you could play Alec Burks? Mm -hmm. Why would he play Frank when you can play quickly? You could play Rose. Hell, to a degree, you can can play uh, Alfred Payton. So you have to play off of pain. That does that speaks volumes too. <laughs> <laughs> that does speak volumes, absolutely. So to me, uh. <laughs> I don't I don't ever view Frank as as a bust. Um, 
again, I told you it doesn't look like Kevin Knox's future is bright in New York. But I told you, I, I was really disappointed that Knox didn't really leap out on the screen more because I told you I could see him being the Luol Dang of this team. Like Frank, uh, not Frank, I'm sorry. Kevin Knox being a 3 and D guy like Luol Dang was is not, is not a stretch. It, it just isn't. It really isn't. I'm sorry. It's not. But obviously he's not showing something in practice because he's not getting the minute. So, you know, Burks was out mm-hmm. for a while. Those – that, that's a time where you would expect Kevin Knox to be playing meaningful minutes. And he right. was. So that lets you know everything you need to know about how Tibbs feels about the kid. Right. So nothing we could do there, but I don't consider either one of those picks failures. I just, I just believe it speaks to when you have a coach that comes in that did not draft these players. And it's not like Frank yeah. and Kevin Knox are all-stars because when you're an all-star, that's easy I- to fit in. With yeah, look at it like this too. Like they they were drafted by two different regimes. You know what I mean? Right. Like that. That's how many regimes we've been through at this point. <laughs> um, it sucks, but it's true. Uh, and you can't like Frank was like you said. It was drafted under Phil, and then Phil gets fired literally not long after. And then, um, right. <laughs> and then we we draft Knox, and you see how that's turned out. And then look, you could, and there's definitely going to be people out there like, yo, we could have Donovan Mitchell, Michael Porter Jr. I'm like, you're absolutely right. We could have, but we didn't. All right. So that's where we're at right now, <laughs> but look, yep. we're doing well. Uh, and those picks are sitting on the bench right now, but it, it's not hurting us right now. You know what I mean? Um, we do have to mention Joel to everyone yeah. who says that we do have to mention Donovan Mitchell was a very, uh, very low pick. So that means one through 10 uh, decided they did not want Donovan Mitchell either. So yeah. it's not even, it's not well, like, like Nick fans have to remember drafting Donovan Mitchell isn't like Steph Curry being drafted right before us, right? <laughs> to where it's like, oh, damn, you should have done everything you could to move up to get that. Like, no, obviously the rest of the draft didn't expect Donovan Mitchell to be as good as he is, or they would have traded up to, to get Donovan right. Mitchell or draft right. him earlier. So right. it's not a it's not a Knicks thing of like, oh, you guys are so stupid. Literally everybody else before right. the Knicks pick we said no for, for not drafting Dennis Smith Jr. How did that work? <laughs> exactly. And, and I tell you this, uh, I, I don't know. Wait, the Denver – was Denver's pick before or after um, uh, New York? And what? Uh, in, in the draft of uh, – when they drafted Michael Porter Jr. It was after. He got he was like uh in the te- like late teens maybe. Denver was in a, in a great position because they didn't they didn't need him you know and like the reason that he fell is because of injury you know he had like just come off of back surgery or whatever right and, and at the time we literally have fucking KP with coming off of fucking ACL surgery right. so to have I like to have a like two young prospects with injuries. Um, didn't it probably didn't look good for us, so like we went with Knox instead. And look, Knox. it took Michael Porter didn't play his rookie year, you know, he, right. he sat out the whole year, he came back last year. Yep, I was just speaking more so to I'm sure Denver looking back, they're fine with Michael Porter Jr., but Denver with Donovan Mitchell, mm. I'm pretty sure they also look back and go, fuck. <laughs> like, god damn. Um, so again, it's not a next thing. People need to need to fall back off of that. Again, look look at where we are now. We're winning. We're good. That's all we would have asked for. So just 
enjoy it, man. Goddamn, we don't have to look at the, the past all the time. Um, all right, let's move on. Let's go into um Batwoman. Batwoman came back yesterday. Yep. Joel, first of all, let me just say this. Shout out to uh Batwoman's writer's room, uh retweeting me at like 3 a.m. when I was giving uh the actress who plays um Alice. Uh, so much love. Uh, we were going back and forth about it. Um, she is legit my my favorite reason to watch this show. I she's just I don't know. It's just so effortless with her. But um, this episode, Joel, reminded me because I I forgot while it was on its short little break. Uh, mm-hmm. It reminded me why this this season is very frustrating for me. Um, having having Kate Kane be right there. Mm-hmm. will always frustrate me too <laughs> like i i'm i'm allowing myself to be very patient to see how it all plays out um but every time i see her i'm just like, oh fuck that's right we do technically have two <laughs> two characters that are supposed to be batwoman um and every time i'm just like why did they fucking do this but i want to ask you are, are you liking the twist they're taking on kate kane's return uh I wasn't expecting it, so yeah. I mean, it's different. I mean, the fact I'm, I gotta live with it now. I mean, we did, I'm already past the fact that the, she's actually in the show again. Uh, so yeah, they better do something with her. You know what I mean? So fuck it. Yeah, I mean, and I keep reminding myself, like they're gonna find a way to make Batwoman's villains all women. Um, so when I saw it, I was just like, oh, I guess you know, depending on how long this lasts, this is technically her version of of you know black mask because remember black mask has been around mm-hmm. um he's not new to batwoman he's probably been around since batman um so technically this is her black mask yeah um sort of yes right uh, again it's 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 a different take it's not a take that i dislike like if they brought in anyone else to be <laughs> sionis's daughter i would go okay yeah sure who cares you know um right. But the fact that they're brainwashing Kate to being his daughter is just, it seems like you're creating a reason for Kate to be there. Yeah. Like, what's the purpose of this? <laughs> right. Like, that, that's what I think bothers me so much. It's like you're creating a narrative for her to be there when it's like, you guys must have forgot this was Kate Kane's show. Like, you could have just recasted Kate Kane and we wouldn't be in the situation we're in now. Right. Um, so to me, it's just it's frustrating to see that. But again, I will never say that I I do not enjoy the this season. I don't think it's a bad season. I have nothing negative to say about the season. It's just frustrating. It'd be like if, excuse me, if Bruce Wayne, if Kate Kane, if Kate Kane was always there and Bruce Wayne came in, but like they brainwashed him. So, like, we don't have Batman because he's being brainwashed. It's like, why'd you bring him in here? Like, you could have just not brought him in. (laughs) You're trying too hard at this point. So that's how I view it. But, again, I will never say anything negative about it because um, I'm starting to be on this this momentum of I want people to watch these superhero things because it's how we get more. So it doesn't need me to add any negativity for someone who's already maybe on the fence about it to go, nah, I won't watch it at all. It's like, no, you should watch it, you know, and if you don't like it and choose not to watch it, sure. Yeah. Uh, but at least give it that opportunity 
to make that decision on your own. Yeah, I um, never when someone doesn't watch something. You never what? I never want to be the reason that someone doesn't watch something. Right. Especially in what we do, because it's and it's why when I did the um, Mortal Kombat review with with Pete on his page and everyone was so critical about it. I'm like, guys, we want more of these. You got it. Like, I get it. You can. I get it. You didn't like it. I get it. And I'm with you. It had its flaws. Mm-hmm. But we got to Remember, it's from the same studio that overreacts. We, we got to tone it down a little bit. Find some good things to say. Um, you know, because you don't want them to pan and go, well, we won't do another Mortal Kombat. It's like, no, you should. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. like, do better. Just do better yeah. now. I know. Like, um, I want more Mortal Kombat. Like, I know right. some people the movie, um, but that, that doesn't mean the sequel's going to be bad. It could probably be better. You know? And, Joel, r- remember, we we desperately want Assassin's Creed done right. And it kind of sets a sour note if some of these live action uh, products start to sour. Um, and you don't want that. You don't want you don't want other projects to go. Eh, maybe we don't we don't green light this because Mortal Kombat didn't do well. Like, no, 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 no. You know, do Street Fighter, do Tekken. Like, you know, don't don't let this discourage you guys. Like, keep keep giving us this stuff. Some of us really do enjoy it for what it is. Um, but yeah, so to go back to Batwoman, yes, like you said. You don't ever want to necessarily be the reason someone, you know, even if something's just atrocious, it's the idea of like people worked really hard to put this together, you know, at least give, give them the opportunity to try to sway somebody, um, you know, by enjoying the movie theater experience themselves. But when you rob them of it, you're not only robbing the person of an experience of their own, you're, you're kind of robbing the the movie makers to where it's like, no, you know, you didn't get your $15 because I decided to completely trash your movie. No need, you know, let people see it on their own. And if they like it, great. If they don't, great. Um, but yes, uh, long story less long, I do suggest uh, everyone go out and if you have not started this season of Batwoman, start it. Um, for all intents and purposes, it is good. If if Kate Kane was not in this show, I would have nothing bad to say at all. <laughs> so that lets you know how enjoyable this season is that it's this one thing that stresses me out um but outside of that joe you have anything else to add about this episode no i mean i enjoyed the episode for the most part um it was um it did it, it's cw at the end of the day it's still <laughs> a cw show but um i don't hate them i i just i take them and like i watched legends uh too um and it was legends <laughs> a new new thing where i learned uh but it's very much the same show um i think black lightning's been a pretty good show this season um if i if i was ranking them right now i'd say black lightning's probably been the best of the most of the cw shows um so far okay. um, and then i would say maybe flash even though i feel like I've, i haven't watched anything on flash <laughs> uh, well, super maybe Superman would probably be the best, and then uh, then Superman and Lois, and then Black Lightning, uh, and then after, everything else. You know, Flash is right there, and then Supergirl's last because I just can't stand some of the things going on in that show at this point. Um, even though the la- <laughs> I did like the last episode, and it was weird because it had no Supergirl in it at all. Um, 
But yeah, that show has like so many people helping her, and she's a fucking she's Supergirl. Why does she need a bigger team than the Flash? I don't get it. <laughs> I don't understand. Like the two most annoying characters on the show are like her sister and Lena. I'm like, if they took them out, the show would be way more enjoyable. Honestly. Yeah, and you know what? You know it always bothered me. I like because I I told you CW has a way of always doing, it, and there's nothing wrong with it. this. Is not me mansplaining or complaining, but they always make sure they do a version. Like, if it's a female show, they do a female version of their antagonist, right? right. So, I'm like, all right, when they brought in Lena, I'm like, all right, clearly she's going to be Supergirl's Lex. And then they brought in Lex, and I was just like, yeah. I don't think you need both. Like, <laughs> like you just don't need both. It's like, it's, it'd be like if Supergirl was a show that had her and Superman. You're telling me whatever's happening in National City needs two super beings, not just one, two. Right. No, you don't need both. It's just, it's well, too much. Well, she's in the world right now with her and then John and then McGon's there and then you have Dreamer and Brainy and her sister became a fucking superhero and they want to make fucking Jimmy's sister a superhero. I'm like, fuck bro, off. That's bro, it. You don't need everybody being a superhero. Bro, unless Darkseid is the main villain for this season, you do not need all those people. It is annoying. It's it just like it takes away from what car is supposed to be if you have all this help. For real, it don't make any kind of sense. But you know what? I'm just embracing it. It's almost over. <laughs> like, <laughs> I'm like, God damn, at this point, just call her car girl. Don't call her super girl. She's not so yeah. damn super. She needs all this. Now, damn. a lot of this happened during her pregnancy, so that's why she's not as prominent in the, in the show right now. She's okay. stuck in the she's stuck in the phantom zone currently. <laughs> um but oh, um season she's not even weird. prominent in it. <laughs> yeah yeah that's why it's been the way it is but again like i enjoyed the last episode so we'll see how it goes yeah i think my biggest issue with flash is i'm still not clear if we're in the new season or if it's still finishing from last season i think i think we're finally in the new season it's just it's taking its sweet time I, I was just about to say because I still have no idea what the main concept of this season is. Like I, the forces, there's like the, there's more than just the speed force. You have the strength force. You have the whatever force. There's four new forces and and they're representative. So it's just a matter of them showing them to us. And, like, and then they went on a weird break and it threw me off. Like, what, you know, what? sometimes Joel, I, I know in the profession we're in, it doesn't happen. But sometimes it's okay to say that you don't have any new ideas. Okay that's from the comics no 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 no. and and if i read this i would probably think it's as annoying if it took this long to get to the point um but again watch the flash mm-hmm. <laughs> form your own opinion yeah um, i'm waiting for them gold boots this every episode i'm like all right but, but gold boots time <laughs> you know it's you know it's crazy i just keep waiting for a fucking speedster so so like you're waiting for the boots I'm waiting for a physical villain. Um, so that's what that's all I'm waiting for. That's usually what always catches me with the flash. The stories are usually hit or miss for me, but that the villains usually are are amazing. Um, they cast well, you know, the 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 special effects are really good. So that's what usually catches me. Um, so that's what I'm waiting for. And we gotta tease a reverse flash and then nothing else. And I'm just like, I'll wait, but like, can I get some kind of inclination? That you're building back up to it, like something. Like, you're definitely getting Godspeed at some point. It's just I'm not sure when. Yeah, shit. At this point, it might be the last episode. God damn. Uh, um, well, oh, we're getting impulse too, so it's just the speeds are just coming. Right, right. 
I'm just, again, that's what I'm waiting for. So I'm being very, very patient. And apparently the episode tomorrow is about Killer Frost's trial. So oh, that, that again will be an episode with no gold boots or speedsters. So, yeah. About a character uh, that should be a villain. Yes, I know. <laughs> there you go. Uh, and you know, you know what bothers me the most, Joel, is every time they're like, "Oh, hey, you're Killer Frost." No, it's just Frost. It's like, "Oh, no, it's not. <laughs> you're Killer Frost. Kill yeah. some people." Yeah. Um, I have to make you a good stick around. I'm like, well, well, but why is it? Damn it. <laughs> but see, that's what bothers me also. Like CW, and we're gonna move on. CW loves to just repeat itself. So like when Katie and Killer Frost split. You don't need both. <laughs> you do, especially if they're both good guys. I'm sorry. Make an episode where you take everything in Katie's head and you put it in Killer Frost's head so she's just as smart. And then Katie moves to Alaska to live out the rest of her life. You just right. don't need both. It's redundant. You really don't. That made it even worse. I'm not, I'm not very curious how they're going to tie that up. One of them's got like, to go. <laughs> I'm like, Joel, I don't know who in that writer's room said, you know, it'd be really good is if we split them. What? Why? Even them like having a split personality was annoying. I, I, I didn't, now, now they're actually two different people. I'm like, oh, Lord. Like, uh. <laughs> Some days, Joel, I just wish they would let me and you just walk in a writer's room and just go, now throw all that away. Really? Oh, all, all of it. There was <laughs> like, why do you think this is a good idea? Like, I, I just, what? <laughs> Wait, I'm only laughing at you because anyone anyone listening to this show that might be listening for the first time, how you hear Joel is how he actually is. He is a genuinely nice person, unlike me, who is very much an asshole. So when Joel speaks, that's exactly how he would approach it. He would very nicely say, why do you think this is a good idea, sir? Like, why? <laughs> why would you do this like so calm not angry just like why why um but yeah no if we were in that writer's room joel cw would be unstoppable right now um but anyway yeah i mean i wonder what the criteria is for them i just don't understand you just pull shit out of your ass and we'll well, come on guys pretty much i really do think joel the treatment for all these shows is hey look inside a comic book take an arc but don't follow the arc yeah follow the look of the arc take peace and, and put it into this world <laughs> right. we have 20 episodes so stretch it out <laughs> right i mean it, it's the same it's the same thing joelle we felt when someone in a writer's room went hey we're gonna we're gonna do a titan show and it's oh okay that sounds great all right who's your cast members Oh, well, we're, you know, we're going to have Robin, you know, Beast, you know, Raven, you know, Starfire. It's like, okay, Cyborg? Nah. What do you mean? Yeah, nah. Yeah, nah. We're going to go home. Nah. Yeah. Yeah. Nah. It's like, wait, what? <laughs> we're going to go Hawk and Dove. We're going to go Hawk and Dove. Hawk and Dove? Hawk and Dove? Yeah, Hawk and Dove. <laughs> like, Jason Todd, Jason Todd's going to show up with Robin. But you already have a Robin. Yeah, we're going to both Robin. Yeah, we're gonna have two Robins. This is gonna be there's gonna be a Robin who we barely see him. Set up, set up. right? Yeah. But he's just gonna immediately then want to be Nightwing, and it's like, wait, I'm, yeah, I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> what are what? you doing here? I don't, I don't, I don't get you. I don't understand. He's, re he's rebelling. He's rebelling. He's older now. <laughs> yeah, you won't see any of the past of him that leads up to the character arc of him wanting to be out on his own. But you know, yeah. you guys will just get it. Yeah. You, know, you, you won't you see. You won't see Bruce at all. Right. Shadows. Yeah. 
Um, and it's like, well, what do you guys want to do about cyber? Oh, he's going to join Doom Patrol. What? Yeah, that really annoyed the shit out of me. It's like, wait. Nicole, we couldn't get him in there for Titans, but we know where we could put him. Doom Patrol. What? And the even funnier thing is, Joel, that's where that's Beast Boy's old team. So it's, it it's you. It's that's you, how he's introduced. Right. It's you acknowledging the accuracy of the Doom Patrol and yep. then going, you know what? The opposite. I don't think so. <laughs> belongs here it's like yeah. you don't think he belongs where he's always been i don't get that i just don't uh, get it um he'd be anywhere but where he were, he originally was i don't get it yeah i hate that uh, I, I, I do too i just again like i sit there and i look at them and like why yeah <laughs> like, explain this to me because it, it's just to the point, Joel, to where it's like, and I know people hear us and they're like, oh, why is it such a big deal? I, I just said this today. Uh, and, and then I promise we're going to move on to Marvel so we can get out of here so we can enjoy the next game. Um, I said this to someone today. Someone said this to me, and I think this irks my soul more than anything. It's why I always say sometimes the Saturday shows that we did stress me. Someone said Andrew Garfield was their favorite Spider-Man. And my response to him was, well, and, and I, I said, I, I thought, how would Joel ask this? So I asked it how you would, right? So I asked him, I said, I don't mean any disrespect. I'm just trying to gauge where your brain's at. Did you read Spider-Man comics when you were growing up? And he said, yeah. And I said, well, you won't find any, any Peter Parker, anything like Andrew Garfield. And it's not a knock on Andrew. It's how he was written. Not a problem. But I said, the accuracy is Tom's Spider-Man. And then here's where he really upset me. He said, no, no, no. Andrew Garfield's based off the ultimate Spider-Man. I said, <laughs> <laughs> no, he's not. <laughs> no, he's not. No, he is not. Definitely not. Uh, um, I, I thought Andrew looked the most accurate at the time uh, of, of what I imagined Spider-Man to look like. I really did. Because I, I always imagined uh, Spider-Man is like wiry and long like was he a skateboarder no that's that was different uh, not that i cared you know whatever but yeah, like um, i said it, it's not a knock on the character it's just and then what he said that that bothered me the point i was getting to he goes well i don't really care about accuracy like i, I care about the acting and i'm like yeah he did a good job i mean i loved andrew look he was my he's my second favorite spider-man but I, look, I wanted him to come back. I didn't want to lose him. I loved Andrew Garfield's Spider-Man. But I'm with you. But remember, we are speaking as people of that's all we had. So it yeah. wasn't like there were other options. That's all we had. Right. Um. So to me, I get it. And look, I get it that he loves Andrew Garfield. I'm not here to, to sway him otherwise. Right. But I don't like when people tell me in comic book translated movies or shows they don't care about accuracy. It's like, it's it's a spit in the face to comic books. They're based off of something. It would be like if I'm making a movie, Joel, about Biggie Smalls, right? But I decide that in my movie, Biggie's a banker, uh, mm -hmm. a loving father. Like, what? Why would you change that? Well, well you know, I didn't really need the accuracy of him being a rapper. I wanted to do something new and refreshing. Why? Mm -hmm. Why? <laughs> like seriously, why? I don't there's, get it. There's limits. Uh, you can you can change things and, and um, update them and or, or whatever, 
but you got to keep the core, in my opinion, the core of the character. You know, you want to get as close visually to the the look because it's a comic book. So you're looking at the, you know, what the character looks like. You know what I mean? So there's a certain look that you want to catch, capture. So visually, I think it's important to be accurate. Uh, in terms of personality, it's important because these characters, you read these characters, you know how they act, you know how they think, because there's thought bubbles and the way they interact with people. And it's very important to be accurate. Why even do it? Like, what are you doing it for? Just create a new character. That's, that's my act- point. And that's why I say even my stories, Joel. Like, if you, like, clearly, when Marvel mm-hmm. did Civil War, my expectations weren't high because clearly they couldn't adapt the comic, but they did as best as they could. And to me, I appreciated well, that because you very much. Go ahead, I'm sorry. They conformed it into their universe, you know? Right, right. But we know the MCU. They very much could have made that their own story. They could have went way left with that and made it its own thing. But they didn't. They tried to stick to as, as, as close to the Civil War comic as they legally could. So, but that's what I'm saying. Accuracy just, it, it does matter. You know what I'm saying? Like, if you didn't read the comics, I get you saying you don't care. Yeah, because you but don't know. It, right, but it not mattering? You If you didn't read the comics, I don't think you could say that. <laughs> because it's like, well, what are you basing that opinion off of? You didn't read where it came from. So it's like, to me, it's very important. And, and I know when people hear me talk about it, it's like, who cares, Juwan? It's like, bro, I do. I spent days, months, years reading these books. I would like to know that it amounts to something. Huh. You know what I'm saying? That's it. That's all I'm saying. I don't need it to be spot on page for page. No. But if the story arc is about... Forward to being updated, honestly. I, like, I look forward to seeing a live action interpretation of these things and ground it maybe more in more reality and have the comic on the costumes look more realistic or whatever. I look forward to that. But it's called adaptation. <laughs> you know what I mean? You don't want to ignore key parts of the story or key elements of the character. You know what I mean? Right. And that's why recognize what you're looking. Right. And that's all I'm speaking to, Joel. That's like if you do death in the family and you decide you want to use Tim Drake and not Jason Todd, that is a problem. That's a problem. That's not the same. You know what I'm saying? Like, I I wouldn't just go, well, you know, who really like, for example, in the conversation, it was said a lot how um, they hope we get a Robin and Matt Reeves Batman but they don't care what Robin it is. And I said, mm. that's backwards thinking. You no. never really had an accurate Dick Grayson. Why would you skip him? <laughs> he's Especially because he's the most prominent Robin. Why would you skip him? Yeah. Why would you go right over him and go to Tim Drake immediately? How does that make sense? Yeah, no, that would bother me now. So What's that's it? what I'm, but see, that's because me and you care about the accuracy of these stories. There are people out there, Joel, that are like, ah, whatever they give me. And it's like, I, I know, but that that's their opinion. And, you know, they, I don't agree. You know, it's just that. <laughs> Joel so nicely is trying to say, no, they're, they're fucking stupid. They're idiots. <laughs> <laughs> but, that's uh, that's, you know, it's not, <laughs> not a thing. It's not going to happen. It's like, if here's the thing, like, I'm not worried about that because I do believe they're, they're, they're smart enough to know what the right decision is in certain aspects you know sometimes they'll fuck up. <laughs> but like for if they're gonna bring in robin i do believe it'll be dick grayson you know and, and that's how it should be. that's how it should start at least right yeah that's what i'm saying if people if people want to work their way up to 
Jason Todd and Tim Drake and, and Damian, that's fine. But you got to, because to me, if you're Warner Brothers, here's why Dick Grayson is, is very important to start off with. Because if you start him off at 15, 16, again, I don't need him 10 years old. You start him off 15, 16, 17, 18, or around there, probably around 15, 16. Mm-hmm. Once you age him into Nightwing, you have a whole new story you can go into of Teen Titans now and building that world and exploring that world. And then you can always bring Dick Grayson back. But to me, it's the development of what Dick Grayson means. Like, yes, could you do a Damian Wayne? Yes, but Damian Wayne's best stories is as Batman's Robin. There's mm-hmm. really not much of Damian outside of just being Robin. So mm-hmm. it's like, uh, no, I'm just saying yeah, Damien has just been prominently been Robin, yeah. Right, right. So I'm like, you know, even Tim Drake, he's more prominent being Robin. So I'm like, yep. Dick Grayson's really the only one. I mean, Jason Todd to a degree, because he did join his own little team with Starfire and um, uh, uh shit, the other Archer, Green Arrows, uh, Roy Harper. Okay. Um, yeah. so I'm like, yes, you can do that, and that would be really cool. as like yeah. a even though I didn't like I didn't like that album. I like the one with um, Artemis and Bizarro. <laughs> oh yeah, no, okay. So which, which, whichever one you want to go with, I'm saying those two characters are really the only ones you can really truly flesh out and world build with. So yeah. why would you skip them? Well, you don't have to. I mean, yeah, you could, but you don't really need to do that either. I mean, if you no, just want that family with like, there's a, Nightwing has his own section in, in Bloodhaven, and yep. Jason dies. And there's a, you know, Batgirl, you know, gets paralyzed at some point, you know, so there's a lot you can do with just those three characters as, you know, associates of the Batman. Uh, Of course, you can bring in Tim Drake uh, if you want. And then, of course, you can bring in Damien even farther down the line. You know what I mean? Yep. But, you know, you got to you got to build that if you really want to. Obviously, that means you're going to have to introduce the the League of Shadow or the League of Assassins or whatever. Which all I, think would, I think would work perfectly in Matt Rue's world. But last thing I want to ask you before we get out of DC, <clears throat> or yeah, we get out of DC and move on to Marvel. Um, would you have ever been interested in seeing um, Sophia Lillis as uh, Ben Affleck's uh, Carrie Kelly? I have no interest in seeing Carrie Kelly, to be honest. <laughs> no, no problem. No problem at all. I, I, You know how much I like Carrie Kelly. So I was just curious. I was just curious. Would you have ever been... Uh, yeah, I, I have no interest in and in, in, in a Robin that was not one of the main Robins. Fair, fair. Well, that's just me. That's just me. No, I. The only here's the thing: Carrie Kelly is not a character I would put with any Bruce Wayne. Carrie Kelly is only a character I would have put with that specific Bruce Wayne. So I get you. It's not a character I would just go. You know what? This movie needs more women, so I'm gonna just throw Carrie Kelly. No. I wouldn't do that. I'd probably put spoiler in there before I put Carrie Kelly in there. But Ben's Batman, because we know what comic that's based off of specifically is the one that would have been built, especially because they killed the only other goddamn Robin. Um, so I, I just, I, in my mind, she only fits there. So that's why I specifically asked for that. But I wouldn't just put her with, with any Batman. No, no. So I, I, I agree with you on that. You bring up spoiler right mm-hmm. and it looks like we're gonna actually get clue master and batwoman mm-hmm. and that's her father yep so as i've mentioned in the past 
spoiler might end up being like a Robin type to Batwoman. I still, still think that's a thing. I completely agree with you. My question at that point would only be who the fuck would be our Batwoman at the point of you giving her a Robin? I think it's it will remain Ryan. You know, at that point, I'm not sure what's going to happen with Kate at the moment. I, I do believe they're not going to get rid of Ryan. So it's just a matter of what they're going to do with Kate, in my opinion. I, I, I will tell you this. When that little girl, oh, the cop's sister, um, when she got introduced, I did think they were building up to that. Um, her being like the protege of some of some sorts. Uh, but then quickly you stop seeing her and it was just like, oh, well, I was wrong there. Okay. All right. <laughs> uh, <laughs> speaking of moving on, let's get into Marvel dropped some gems today. I was telling Pete, most of what they dropped, me and you had already known as far as oh, wait. before uh, we move on. Wait, before we go to Marvel, are we going to yeah. go over any other DC news or will, will we go back? Oh, to dude, yes. No, 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 no. Let's, let's, let's stick in it while we're in it. Uh, Green Lantern. Yes. Uh, uh, Joel, we got ourselves a guy gardener. We got a fucking guy gardener and it's Finn Whitrock. Yeah. I believe. Mm-hmm. Um, no, I know him primarily from, uh, American horror story. Um, primarily <laughs> um but i mean look uh, I, I i didn't know how, i mean when i saw it, i was i'm just excited to get a green lantern again <laughs> uh but guy gardner uh we already knew he was going to play a prominent role in, in the tv series obviously uh the guy gardner will be take at least this version of guy gardner will be uh the main green lantern through the in during the 80s with a partner who will be i believe half human and half alien i forget her name though it'll be a woman um and Guy will, again, it'll be played by Fenway Rock, who, I mean, from my experience, the man has the body, has, definitely can pull off the personality. It's just that, and my, like I told, we were like conversating about, um, like when he got casted, um, I'm just worried that they, they won't give him the red hair. And I, they, to me, that's important for, for Guy to have red hair. Cause that's very, I mean, it's part of his, like what stands out about him, that and the, you know, the green vest. Yeah. I, I'm completely, I'm completely with you, and it's something that, to me, cannot be debated. It's non-debatable. Give it to him, you know. However, you have to give it to him. Give it to him. Like what? Because to me, I always tell you, there's no logical reason as to why you don't. Right. So just give it to him. So, but um, I'm not that familiar with the actor. Um, but to be fair, to be completely honest with you, Joel, it's a show about characters that aren't Hal or John. I don't, like, I'm more curious to see how this will involve the movie that I assume at some point before I die will get made. Um, but outside of that, I'm, I, I have no expectations, no nothing for that. Like, I don't really care about this show. Um, I, I, I'm never a fan of you starting any, regardless of why you're doing it. I'm not a fan of you starting out of order. Give me Hal Jordan and John Stewart first. Just why I don't understand why they're like, well, let's test the waters and do a show first, bro. If people aren't going to like Green Lantern, how it, how you give it to them won't matter. Right. <laughs> they just won't like it. So it's like just do the movie, do it in the right way, because I always say if you do it the right way, the true fans will be what leads everybody else. But when you do shit out of order, it, we're kind of just sitting here like. Remember when me and you were talking about the the mixing up of Batmans, right? And what was going on with DC? How people from both of our lives would ask us, 
Like, oh, do you know what's going on? And we hated that we didn't have an answer. We did. I don't know. I have no idea what's going on. So to me, it's more so just like, just do things the right way and good things will come mm-hmm. from it. But at some point, they just have to stop being scared about Green Lantern. They just have to. I agree. So that's how I view it. So I, I, I'm, I'm indifferent about the casting. I'm with you. The, the jacket or vest, whatever you want to call it, and the, the orange hair has to be there as long as it is. Mm-hmm. I have no complaints from me. Yeah. You know? I, well, like I've had this conversation with you and I've mentioned it here before. Like when a character doesn't have a, a mask, to me, it's important to try to keep visually what they look like, you know, and usually hair color is with is that. It's important for like those type of characters, uh, especially ones like like a redhead or blonde, the word there aren't many <laughs> live action to, to begin with, you know what I mean? Especially in the DC world, like they usually don't really care. Um, unless if they have a mask, like I said, like we never, why we've never seen a Barry that, that has blonde hair in live action, not one. Right. And we've had berries already, and like one, two, three, three, <laughs> none of them are blonde. Um, it, it, that, it it's because there's a mask. It even huh? bothered us with, with Batman because it's like, all right, yeah. you're giving us a Batman mm-hmm. that never suits up. So all we see of him is as Bruce Wayne. Why would you change his hair color? <laughs> like, why did you make him blonde? Why did you? Why? Yeah, I, 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 I got, I've i mentioned this too. Uh, I've never been a fan of Bruce as a blonde, you know? Uh, and it's weird seeing Ian. Like when Ian Glenn got cast, I was like, oh, I'll put dark in his hair. But I mean... He's so old at this point. <laughs> like, I guess it doesn't matter. Uh, uh, and not to the the shit I I'm not it's not nothing against him. I'm just saying he is. They he's an older Bruce Wayne, so it's not a big big deal. Uh, and he's never really around enough for me to really give a shit. But and right. I think he does a good job. You know, he acts well. But you know, just look visually, it's just different. Yeah, and to me, like like you said, if you if you're not in a mask or you don't have anything covering your face and the only thing recognizable is your comic accuracy um try to be a little bit more accurate like again i I say this all the time it's what marvel has uh prided themselves off of and i will forever hate it i don't ever like you conforming to mainstream like i kind of feel like when they do something like change a look they do it because i i to me i kind of feel like they think there's not enough of us so who cares like not enough people from the, the actual fandom will, will go out and support this. It's only mainstream people and they could care less. And it's like, no dog, we are the ones going to go see it. And we very much care. Um, so please stop changing things for a mainstream that could care less. Um, so yeah, that, that, that's very much bothersome. Very, very, very much. Um, but all right. What else? We, we got any more DC news. That was it, right? Uh, shit. Uh, I think that was the other big one. What was? Well, yeah, um, I believe that was the yeah, the Green Lantern casting. I think it was, the, uh, and of course, um, Stargirl. Um, yes. Except for season three, um, that was the other. Fairly's big for me because um, season one was um, awesome, and season two, I'm, I can't wait to see. And then the fact that it already got picked up for a season three makes me excited for season two. <laughs> A hundred percent. And it sounds like um, it sounds like for what I'm hearing, we could possibly be getting um, season uh, season two in August. Uh, uh, yeah, 
probably yeah 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 august i think 10th or whatever it was yep yep so uh that excites me very 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 much and i cannot wait to see it uh congrats to them and kung fu i don't watch kung fu i saw the first Um, did you enjoy it it was okay uh i like I like where it might go, and I but I just haven't kept up with it. The first episode was okay, um, but I did like more or less where it. I like I, I'm interested in seeing where it might go, so I might I might give it a chance. But as of right now, I haven't kept up. With it. Yeah, I um my love for the Shang Chi trailer uh made me really interested in like martial arts and and everything like that. So the okay. that concept makes me want to watch it. Um, but I have so much stuff I'm trying to watch, um, as, as is. So it's, it's, it's just hard to get into something that I don't have an immediate interest in, uh, yeah. because I think it's unfair. Cause you don't ever want to get into something, stop three episodes in, and then it's like, ah, oh, damn, now I got to go back and what, like, if you're not going to be consistent with it, just, you know, just wait, you know, wait until it really gauges your interest and then you can, you can binge watch it. Um, that's why I always tell people when you suggest a show to me, suggest it when the season's over where I can go binge watch it. Cause if it's week to week, I now have to remember when the shit comes on and I'll miss like four episodes. Yeah. Um, so, but yeah, so, you know, again, uh, what I'll do is I'll follow you. I'll follow your footsteps. You'll get through however many episodes you'll get through. And if you like it, we usually have the same taste in shows. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you suggest it, I'll give it a watch. All right. All right. Um, all right, so let's get into Marvel. Marvel made a big splash today, mm-hmm. uh, giving us some title names, giving us some dates. Some we knew, some we didn't, some were mm-hmm. confirmed. Um, I will say the only one that bothered me, Joel, mm-hmm. uh, was the Marvels. Why? Because it's like we know how much criticism she got for the first movie, right? Like we don't we don't agree with it. Me and you don't agree with it, but we do know Mm -hmm. Brie Larson, I'm referring to. Right. Um, So we knew that she was obviously going to be with Monica and, um, oh, shit. Why did I just completely blank on her name? Uh, Rambo? uh, No, Kamala. uh We knew she would be with those two, right? But now this is making it seem like this is more so like a civil war to where it's like clearly supposed to be cap story but this is very much a team up um and i kind of just i kind of thought this would be a captain marvel movie where Mm -hmm. it has elements of monica and kamala but this is now making it seem like the whole movie is of monica kamala in um in danvers um so when it said that i was just like "Ah." i was kind of really hoping we could get better writing for the sequel and then just focus on on uh Breeze, uh, Captain Marvel to kind of win over those people that were just really excessive from the first one. Um, but this is very much, it sounds like, I'm not saying it is because clearly I know nothing about this movie yet. Um, but just from what it sounds like, it sounds very much like Captain America 3, uh, where you went into it going, as this Caps movie, and then you watch it and you're like, this is just yeah. an Avengers movie. Right. <laughs> um, so that's, that's what bothers me. I'm not saying, again, I do think they could have been a little bit more creative. I think how they wrote the name was more creative than the actual name. Wow. Um, I, I, got, I blinked the first time I heard it. I'm like, Marvels? I'm th- first thing I, had, I saw when I saw the big game was like, Mutants? Oh, no, 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 Marvel. <laughs> I, I'm like, oh, my God. Out of skin. <laughs> I almost freaked out. But, um, yeah, I saw Marvels, and I'm like, okay, I see what they did. That's creative. Because they all, I mean, it, 
they've all there are Marvel. They're all Marvels. I mean, yeah. even Monica was Captain Marvel at one point. I don't know how they're playing that in the movie. Um, because I, I, I expect her to become Photon or Spectrum or whatever. But um, I don't know. I, I, I like that. They're going to basically share the movie together. We'll have Ms. Marvel, Captain Marvel, and, and Photon. And, and I really I look forward to that. And I really, and like, yes, it seems like they're just like getting, like trying to, it might seem like they're staying away from Captain Marvel, uh, like, like Brie Larson, but I think this is a natural evolution in, in the story. So it's not too far-fetched, you know? Not not a problem. And that's why I'm not here all, you know, uh with the yeah, I'm not all angry or whatnot. It just it when I heard it and everyone was just, oh my God, I'm just sitting here and I'm like, yes, you know how much I love Kamala Khan. So the more I can see of her, the better. Great. Um, I, I did love um Monica Rambo from WandaVision. Great. But I really just like I, I think a lot of people forget Joelle. Brie Larson got this role coming off of an Oscar. And it's mm-hmm. like the first movie did not do a good enough job showcasing how well she could act. So I'm like, I was really hoping that this was a movie that had elements of the other two characters, but it was very much her movie. Um, but it I does- will be like, I think right. she's still main. Focus. Right. Like ultimately Captain America was still a Steve Rogers story very much. Right. I, I agree with what you're saying. You're, you're absolutely right. But it does kind of remind me a little bit of how Zach kind of treated Gal Gadot in BVS to where it was just like, we're going to put as much in here to kind of support this, um, you know, for people who just aren't sold on it. And I'm very much sold on Brie Larson as Captain Marvel. And I just hope in this movie we get a lot of, uh, you know, a singular story that we can see kind of expand of her while expanding the world of Captain Marvel. So that, right. that's all I'm asking for. But again, this isn't me getting all dramatic and, oh, my God, it's going to be the worst thing ever. It's just it caught me off guard. And once I kind of let it settle in, I didn't I didn't get excited about it. Mm-hmm. Um, it was just like I thought the way they designed the name uh, Marvels was very was very, very, very creative. But the concept of calling it that um, will still be something that, you know, just me having to, you know, sit with. Um, we got uh, Wakanda Forever. Yeah. Black Panther movie. I love that title. I'm completely okay with it. Uh, clearly, we knew that this was a um, this was a detour, probably from what they were actually going to do. Uh, yeah. Chadwick still still been alive. God rest his soul. whatever they called it i would have been fine with because i consider it to be a placeholder so they actually figure out what they want to do uh you you know i'm very much still you have to you have to recast t'challa um it it, it, a character cannot uh die with the actor it just can't it's a legacy character in my opinion um so to me you know it's like when and that's why I think bothers me a little bit, Joel, because it's like a lot of people are supporting the idea of like, no, no, you don't recast him. You just retire the character. And I'm like, yeah, I don't like I think, that. I think people forget when Heath Ledger passed, no one, no one said, oh, we should probably never do the Joker again. No one <laughs> said that. <laughs> and I'm like, I don't understand why it's any different here. Um, you know, it's not like Heath Ledger was a shitty person. So you can't say, well, it's because Chadwick was such an amazing guy. They were both great men uh, that passed well before they should have. So to me, it's like you continue the the way you continue the legacy is to continue the character. You just have to do it justice. 
Um, so to me, I very much want to see T'Challa in the near future. I don't want a replacement Black Panther that they use for the remainder of the MCU run. I want another T'Challa. I, I, agree. I 100% agree. I, it's just not going to happen. <laughs> but um, that seems to be, you know, what they're not going to do. They, they said they're not going to recast them. We got to live with it. I don't like it. I mean, like, I 100% agree with you. I don't believe a character should die with the actor, especially such a young character. Um, they've just, like, recently introduced not long ago and has died already twice in this goddamn universe. So right. uh, it's just I've, I've made my points. Um, I, would, I would recast him. Um, but I've already moved on to, you know, to the fact that, hey, they're going to, they're going to re- not recast him. They're going to replace T'Challa. They're going to kill off T'Challa and we're going to have a new Black Panther. And it's just a matter of who. And that's what we don't know yet. Will it be Shuri? Will it be someone else? I've come up with an idea of my own that I, I you know, I'm, I'm all for. Um, cause there's only been one other Black, I mean, there's been two technically, you know, Shuri was Black Panther and of course. Uh, Casper Cole was Black Panther, and that you know I have a way of bringing in Casper Cole that makes sense. But if that's what they do, I'm down with that. If they have to go in a different way, I have to live with that. <laughs> but we'll see, you know. Yeah, I, I I respect that. I I will very much um, not hate watch it, but I will very much watch it in protest. Um, <laughs> if that is indeed the the case, that at no point they ever decide to just recast T'Challa. I get them saying it now because it, you're still, you're still in the, the, the freshness of it, you know, like he didn't pass like years ago. So I get it. I get right now the, the decision being for this one. No, anytime soon. No. Um, but if the entirety of black Panther going forward, for like the remainder of my time on earth is that there is no other T'Challa. I very much will, will watch it very, very angrily. Um, because to me, it's just, it's, you just, you, you don't do that. And it's, it sets a crazy precedent. Um, you know, because, you know, we don't know how the world works. So inevitably, if it happens, if it happens to someone else, I'm not going to say, I'm not even going to give an example, but if it happens to someone else, you retire that, you know, and it's like, I, again, Chadwick was an amazing man. Um, uh, Heath Ledger was an amazing man, but literally no one on earth said we can't do the Joker anymore because Heath Ledger passed away. Legit. No one even thought about it when Jared Leto was cast. No one even thought about it when Phoenix was cast. So Yeah, but those are like at that point it was a different universe. You know what I mean? No, 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 no. I, I, I get you. I, I do understand that that is a fundamental difference. It was going with a completely different Batman. So like it it it's different. It's not exactly the same. This is within the same universe. And again, I still agree with you. I don't. I don't think. I don't think they. they I think they should, because uh, the character again, the character so, character shouldn't suffer. You know, for real life situations. You know what I mean? Right. Um, and I, I, I totally agree with that sentiment. You know, but I, I'm, I'm with whatever they want to do. I mean, I'm not gonna like it, but I'll, you know, I'll get over it. You know, as long as like, look, I, I do want. I don't want to lose a male Black Panther so soon <laughs> you know what i mean right. oh so I, I don't mind sherry taking over but i would also like a male replacement as well you know yeah uh and, and like i told you before you know what team up i wanted now that you have the rights to fantastic four and x-men <coughs> you already got rid of one of the founding members of it so i'm like yes could you just replace 
T'Challa with any Black Panther to do the Illuminati? Sure. But would I like you to stick to who was actually in it? Yes. Um, so to me, it's just, it's like, there's so much you could do, so much that has to be done with T'Challa for us to just say goodbye to him so abruptly. So, uh, but anyway, um, Guardians of the Galaxy 3, that's it. Volume 3, yes. Volume 3, I'm sorry, Volume 3. That's like Volume 2. I, no, I was just about to say, I love that. I love how James Gunn's just like, I don't need a complex name. Like, it's already a long-ass name as it is. That's true. Maybe that's why he thought that. If it is, it's genius, because I tell you right now, Guardians of the Galaxy, Quantum Physics, whatever the hell would be just like, guy, why? <laughs> like, just call it G on G something. Like, don't, it's just long. Um, but obviously, no details on that. Uh, just a year, and it's 2023, I believe. Yeah, I have more if you want. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. So for just go over what we've what we've done so far. So Guardians, uh, the Marvels, and Black Panther. Go ahead and give us the dates. It's loading. Hold on, give me a second. Oh yeah, you want me to keep talking, or or is it? Coming um, up? it's uh, I got it. Nah, oh, damn it. Okay. I don't know why it takes so long. <laughs> God damn it! You know what the, the problem with these smartphones? I swipe up and it goes fucking right. Why does it do that? I don't know. <laughs> Smartphones are never smart when you need them to be. No, not at all. And that's and it's worse when you're looking for something because then it makes you start from the beginning and you're like, you're a cocksucker. <laughs> <laughs> it is the worst feeling. It's the worst feeling of like, oh man, I want to show you this. And it's like, all right, I'm waiting. And it's like, shit, my phone lost it. Like, hold on. <laughs> yeah. it's, I, I got to do it again. It is super bugging right now. Um, it's, <laughs> it, it won't fucking load Um our, our page i wrote it all down for this specific reason but being hold a bit on hold on let me see if i got it here and um my what you call it all right let's see mm-hmm. nope i don't even have it up oh, i got it finally got it? Fuck. all right holy jesus christ all go right, ahead so- and give it to us all right, we'll start. I want to start from the beginning, so I'm gonna start right from the top, starting in 2021. <laughs> like we already know most of these dates, but just to re- for a refresher, this whole new trailer that Marvel dropped gave us all the date, and at least most of the dates are all the upcoming movies until the end, where they gave us a teaser and no date. Um, so, <laughs> <laughs> um, so it starts obviously with Black Widow. These are all just movies. It's not there's no Disney Plus. This is all movies. Yep. So. This is all about bring going back to the theater. Uh, so Black Widow, July 9th, 2021. Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings, September 3rd. And really quickly, really quickly, because I don't want us to skip over it. We okay. got uh, we got a little uh, a little extra snippet from Black Widow. We yeah, we did. A little extra snippets from Shang-Chi. Shang-Chi. Um, I just wanted to bring it up in case you wanted to, to talk about any of those little short snippets. Yeah, I, we I do. We'll come back to it, but yeah, I want to talk okay. about it. Um, and then a little snippet of Eternals that was awesome because we've been waiting forever to see just anything. <laughs> so, uh, so that it was cool. still was nothing. <laughs> it was very, very little, yeah. Um, hopefully we get more. Hopefully we get more. Um, obviously, um, we have okay. It's uh, Shang Chi and the Legend of Ten Rings, September third, twenty twenty one. Eternals, November fifth, twenty twenty one. And Spider Man No Way Home, December seventeenth, twenty twenty one. So that's all of twenty twenty one. 2022, we have Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness, March 25th, 2022. Thor Love and Thunder, May 6th, 2022. Black Panther, Wakanda Forever, July 8th, 2022. And The Marvels, November 11th, 2022. 
and we finally got movies for 2023. I've been waiting forever. We finally have some confirmations. Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania, February 17th, 2023. And Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3, we just talked about May 5th, 2023. And of course, the end teaser was of the Fantastic Four, no date. Which we assume will probably be 2023. We would Probably ending, uh, finishing out the year or something. We don't know yet, 100%, but that's what it seems. I mean, we can assume, Joel, there's something that happens in the course of these, what, six movies you just named, mm-hmm. not including Fantastic Four, that leads up to Fantastic Four. So maybe they're just waiting. Um, they're just waiting for that. And you also have to wait until the guys fucking finish production on Spider-Man. Yeah. Um, you know, really before you kind of sink your teeth in. Right. And, and we've already heard that uh, like the, uh, the Marvels might actually be more of like, a, like you said, like a, like a Civil War situation. Right. Right. And then you have, um, hold on. Then there's two more dates. You know, there's two more dates. There's two more movies in 2023 that we just don't know yet. And then probably one of them is Fantastic Four, but I don't want to assume. Yeah. No, that's fair. I want to ask you this about Spider-Man. Uh, yeah. It's probably not connected whatsoever. I, I believe this, and I will hold on to it until we're actually sitting in the theaters. Okay. Um, do you think it's weird that Morbius has elements of this Spider-Man movie, but comes yeah. out after it? Do I... Um... Okay, so my real question is... I'm sorry, I apologize, because that was not a question. My real <laughs> question is, I believe Spider-Man won't hold that date. Um, do you think oh. it'll hold that date? Well, the date was different. It was December 25th, and then when it comes up today, it says December 17th. So, yeah, you're right. It, didn't, it moved. <laughs> it moved up. <laughs> I, 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 but do you think that's weird, though? It's weird, maybe, but I don't, I don't think it... I think the elements of what Morbius... I don't think it's going to be that, that connected. It's going to be connected, I do believe, but I don't believe it's going to be that it matters what date. Like, what, what comes up first is what I'm trying to say. I, I see what you're saying. I just... I don't know. It seemed like what was happening in Morbius could have been a result of whatever happened in Spider-Man. Like you I don't, putting, I you don't think they're going to involve the multiverse in Morbius. If that's what oh, you're but you think Morbius is just originally an MCU character. I think that might it might take place in the same world. Yeah. Okay, cool. No problem. Yeah. No problem. Yeah. Um, all right. So let's go through some of these snippets. Let's start off with Eternals because we've been waiting to get something of it. Um, cool shot of Angelina Jolie holding a sword. Yeah. Uh, a cool shot of them all together, and you kind of seeing. I think her name is Sprite or Sprite, whatever her name is. Russian. No, uh, that's not Sprite. That's mockery. 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 Yeah. I, I I'm not looking forward to trying to. Uh, get well, to- think about it like this: she's the fast one, and she gets mistaken for Mercury a lot. Ah. Okay. Uh, because she's a speedster and mercury who is uh, hermes is a speedster i'll still get confused but okay i'll try, I'll try to look at it that way jesus man uh, yeah think, think mercury <laughs> when you when you when you think mockery her name is mockery okay. uh and originally it was a guy in the comic so book who's spry or sprite sprite was is a little girl or a little boy it looks like a little boy girl and that's not the speedster? no sprite is an illusionist oh okay all right um what was I going to say? Uh, so it was a, a few cool shots. I think there was a, a a line or something like take the fight to them or something like that. Um, I, I, 
I won't even say that shit wet the whistle. I didn't know what the fuck I was looking at. Like, it, Eternals is the one story I think we both can admit we're not that familiar on. Um, uh, no. So the little snippet they gave us didn't make shit any clearer. Um, so. I mean, it gave me something. It did wet a little bit of my whistle. I just wanted to see them fucking move. I've only seen pictures at this point. Uh, <laughs> like, make the pictures move. Yeah, it's just I want to see them actually walking around and like. Um, so I, I, that, it wasn't a lot, but it, it was something. You know what I mean? Like I got, we get to see uh, uh what's his name? Um. Oh my God! Who's playing Kingo? Oh, damn it! Uh, Indian guy. Oh, Kumal Nujani. Kumal, yeah, Kumal Nujani. Uh, we got to see his his character Kingo. I, I I've been like really waiting to see him. Apparently, he has this camera guy that follows him around, which is hysterical. Um, and then uh, we get to see a little bit of Gilgamesh, and I like I told you, I'm really excited for that character. Uh, Angelina Jolie, Stina. We get to see Richard Madden, Dickers. We did cool. not see, though, which I thought was interesting. We did not see, uh, wow, I was about to say Selena Gomez, Salma Hayek. We did. Really? Yeah, she's on a horse with a hat, cowboy hat on. Fucking God, Jesus Christmas. Okay. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so I, I am glad that this did wet, wet something for you. I, I think my frustration mainly just comes from I don't know why we have not seen more. <laughs> yeah, well, I, I think we will be seeing more. This is just the beginning obviously like the fact that shang chi gave us a trailer and that movie doesn't come out any any closer than uh eternals does and we got a full-length trailer for that it's, why the fuck are you making his wait it's done yeah, there's two two months apart i i told you i thought i think you said it last week i think they're just they were just really just waiting for her to get her to oscar <laughs> so yeah. put her in front of the movie so it's only a matter of time you know yeah i, I think we did say it'd be like a week or two uh, yeah. before they probably well, we got something tomorrow honestly because they just dropped that little teaser today yeah so if it does holy shit joel we, we spoke that into existence <laughs> um so that was good for eternals uh me and you do very much believe eternals is how we will get mutants so this movie does have long standing i do believe yeah there's, right. it, it, it will probably play a factor in that yeah yeah so definitely can't wait to see how that all plays out um, we did get a little, uh, a little extra from uh, Shang Chi. Yeah. Um, the more I see this, the more I am, I am getting really excited right. for it. I'm excited. You know why? It, same reason I love Batman so much is just seeing a guy with no powers go and do his thing. You know, I just like how is this guy so? Let me ask you this. AJ what? brought this up, and I, I vehemently dis- disagreed with him. But I'll let you be the deciding factor here. AJ right. believes they very much will give him the powers that he had in the comics. Do you believe so? Which one? Like the cloning ones? No. Uh, well, I, he, I think he was saying the cloning ones. I think he was saying there's something with fire or something like that. Whatever powers he had in the comics, do you think they'll give him any powers? Is, is I, I, They don't give him any powers, honestly. I, I, no, I don't want him to have any real powers. Um, not even the, the shadow clone ones. I don't even like that. <laughs> like, uh, I don't want him to have, I don't really need to see him have shadow clones. Um I don't want him to have powers. I think that's what makes him cool. He's the, the master of kung fu. Like that's all I need, you know. To me, it, it's to me. I'm fine with it. It's just all about how they use him going forward. Maybe his staff has powers. You know, that's different. But no, that, that that's fine. But to me, to me, the biggest thing that always bothers me, and I know they did it in the comics. I I know I get it. But to me, it's always it always depends on who you fight. 
Um, mm-hmm. Like watching fucking Black Widow and Hawkeye be able to use fucking bow and arrows and bullets to stop aliens will always bother me. Well, that, um, that didn't bother me because they're not invincible as aliens as long as they're not taking down the, that big worm thing. <laughs> With a bow and arrow and guns? Yeah. That's um, <laughs> so, it, like I said, it all depends on who, um, you know, where you use Shang-Chi going forward. Like, if you put him in an Avengers movie, um, you know, whoever you're, whoever you're taking that. To me, it, it just all has to be believable. Uh, even though this oh, is all fantasy. Get away with Hawkeye and Black Widow. You can get away with Shang-Chi. Go ahead. I'm sorry. No, because I'm, I'm just saying he could probably kick both their asses. That's what I'm trying to say. Oh, a thousand percent. Yes, he could. Um, but that's what I'm saying. That's what watching that Avengers movie was just like, oh, God, you could use so many other people. Anyway, um, but I am really excited for this. And personally, I, I'm with you. I don't need power. I don't think they would give him powers. I don't want I don't I don't. He's not known for having powers. So it's like why <laughs> you know? it's it's to me it, it's i think it takes away from it because to me if you're giving the mandarin his rings right mm-hmm. i don't necessarily need magic on magic or powers on powers mm-hmm. i would like like i like the idea of knowing he has an uphill battle to climb because his father legit has all the powers and it's right. like what are you going to do with a fucking staff Right. Um, you know, and seeing how you're able to get the job done. So to me, I love it. You know, and like you just said, it's why we love Batman. Seeing Superman, Wonder Woman, Flash, and Green Lantern prepare to fight fucking gods, and Batman builds a suit that can fight gods is awesome. Knowing right. that, like, all right, well, if Darkseid kind of gets through this, <laughs> this, this suit, he could probably just crush Batman's head. You know, so it's like I, I like the idea of that. I like the idea of the uphill battle, the the David versus Goliath. Right. Um, so if, he, like if he never over- gets powers, I'm fine with it. Right. I don't. I don't need to see him go by. Him being the master of kung fu is more than fine with me. The, if he's known as the greatest fighter in the universe, well, at least in that world, I'm down. That's fine. <laughs> yeah. I, I tell you what. There's not when Bruce Lee was the biggest thing out. There's a lot of people that would probably tell you there ain't nobody that can stop Bruce Lee. Uh, Superman, Greenland, no, nobody <laughs> can stop Bruce Lee. Um, so why not give us a character like that in the MCU to where you're like, he maybe could beat his ass. Like, <laughs> even though he has powers, he probably still could beat your ass. Oh, yeah. um, oh, God. Shang-Chi should be a feared fighter. And that's, you know, that's all I need from him. Yeah. And like I said, if the staff has powers or some shit, I'm cool. Wi-Fi isn't set up. Yeah. I, hold on. The help section of your Alexa app. Alexa being a bitch. I got to fight with her. <laughs> <laughs> Alexa interrupting our show. Um, not set up, but apparently got unconnected. Weird. <laughs> and, Joel, just to bring a little bit more uh, uh, clarification to, to what we were just talking about with, with Shang-Chi. Um, if someone wants someone who's a master martial artist to have abilities, you'll get Iron Fist at some point. So there you, you go. Will. Exactly. Yeah, there you go. I don't want him having no chi power. Like I saw like somebody draw like his fist glowing. I'm like, don't you do that? <laughs> like, what, Chung Chi? Yeah. Like, oh, oh. No, that's what Iron Fist is for. Why do we exactly. need two people that do that? It, exactly. Let's not let's not be hasty. Not everybody has to have powers. I think people keep forgetting Stark was inside of a suit. Like that's that. absolutely that's- right. Those beams didn't come out of his physical hands. That's so. also absolutely right. <laughs> so let's let's relax here. Daredevil blind was not his superpower. So let's 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 relax here. 
Yeah, he's a, a like basically a sixth sense. <laughs> right, right. Well, essentially, his only ability, his other sense is just heightened. Yeah. But so it, uh, that's the thing. He has. Go ahead. No, it's just that he's his six because because it's their heightened. He could basically he's like abnormally agile and like has perfect balance and all this extra shit. <laughs> right. But even in real life, to a degree, they say that's what happens. When you lose one of your six, yeah, but he's obviously a super version of that. Right, right. Uh, and he, um, what was it? Damn it. Uh, he also is a great fighter, you know, not just that, you know, he's a great fighter, but he's also, and you can't really sneak up on him. <laughs> Hell no. That's one guy that you cannot sneak up on. Um, we got a little bit of an extra tease from um, Black Widow. Uh, really, all it was was, um, what's his name? kind of screaming at what we assume to be uh taskmaster um we see a few extra shots that are new uh nothing really we're not going to see any more footage probably coming out of that because the movie comes out in this month right which one black widow or is it june no 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 that comes out in july oh fuck me marvel come on guys yeah well it's because loki comes out june yeah but why not just put it out in may you have nothing uh... in may I don't know. They want it in July. Well, it was, I think, in May. And then they That's moved what I'm it to July. It. <laughs> they, want, they want people to go to the movies, and people are still not 100% on board yet. So they're giving people a chance to get vaccinated and all that extra shit. Uh, <laughs> well, um, fuck y'all. I needed something to watch in May. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I agree. Like, there's like no Marvel or DC really. In, oh, I mean, DC on CW, but the, right. But not that. There's nothing. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck them. Um, so that's really it from the little sizzle reel that we got, uh, which is kind of just a celebration of Marvel to this point and what we are supposed to expect going forward. Um, did you want to add anything else from this uh, sizzle reel we got uh, today? Uh, I'm just happy we got uh, titles for like Black Panther and, and Captain Marvel 2, and we got dates for 2023 because I'm, uh, I'm tracking it. It's nice to finally get some answers. Um, <laughs> even if we didn't get all the answers, you know? Right. I did want to add this. Uh, I was talking about this today in one of the chat things on Twitter that Twitter mm -hmm. now allows you to do. Okay. Um, a few people were talking about their excitement for, they assumed from what um, Alfred Molina was saying that it, it confirmed their belief of getting Andrew and Toby. Okay. I will say again what I said to them. Just don't sell yourself on it. Um, it is very possible that either elements of uh, Doc Ock's world and Electro's world eke out into Holland's or Holland goes through their world, but it doesn't necessarily mean that other Spider-Men are attached. Um, uh, go ahead. Go ahead. No, I, I, I agree. Um temper temper your expectations but i also believe that we're gonna see them <laughs> look look I, I, you, you know you know where my skepticism comes from joel no i just fucking sat here for two whole series on characters that very much make sense to the story yeah but we've had no real leaks like usually we hear rumors about it like i told you when i was i tracked it and we didn't really get a lot of anything from mephisto but we got more from Doctor Strange, and guess what? Doctor Strange actually ended up, was supposed to be part of it. But so, you did come in that one toy. 
No, that well, obviously we found out it was fake. <laughs> oh yeah, that's right. We did. We did. Um, but no, I, I'm at this point now to where it's just I, I have no expectations for Marvel movies I, it, when it comes to something I want. It just. Yeah. I but like just, I said, I, like uh, we've there's been a lot of de- a babble about the, the Spider-Man being in it, even Daredevil being in it. So uh, nothing, none of that has been confirmed. But you know, at this point. I still believe there's a high, I wouldn't say 100% ever because until it's confirmed, nothing's 100%. But um, I, I do believe there's a high percentage chance of what will, that, that will be the case. Fair enough. I'm just prepared that it is not there. So when, it, so if, sorry, not when, so if it is not, I won't be upset, not even in the slightest. I will just be able to say, you know what? Part of me thought it wasn't, it wasn't real to begin with. So. Fuck it, you know, whatever they decide to do. Um, go ahead. No, I said I get you. That's fine. Um, yeah, it's why I'm looking forward to Loki the most out of all these shows because this storyline isn't based off of anything from a comic book. So I have nothing logically I could try to tie to it. So it's legit just me, just week to week. Whatever they give me. It's whatever they decide to do. Whatever. Oh, I take um, it. Say it again. <laughs> So that's how I take most of these things. Well, yeah. you know, you know my issue with with the Wandavision one purely because I just thought it was just realistic. Like it wasn't me just literally pulling shit out of my ass. It was. I also think that's not done. You know. All right, I, I'm with you, brother. You know, I'm with you because if I don't ever get Mephisto, I will. That will probably be my one black like uh, one eyesore of Marvel. Like I'll never go back to. Like I'll 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 happily skip over every rewatch I do of the whole MCU would be WandaVision because it would, it would piss me off every time I saw it. Every time I saw it, knowing that they specifically took a storyline and decided to leave out the most important part of that storyline. So he does show up. I don't, I don't believe in skipping anything. Yeah, no, I I will. Cause I don't believe in hate watching. So I will, I will hate skip some shit, Joel. (laughs) I will hate skip some shit. Um, all right. So last topic I want us to get into before we head out of here is I want us to only talk about the finale of Invincible because we will be doing a show where we break down the whole season and what we can expect going forward. But I do want to drop something, Joel, that I think you'd be proud of me uh, about. Okay. You ready? So, um, I do know from a little bit of research that what Alan the Alien was referring to is pretty much the end game of Invincible, which is the massive war. Um, I do also know that, I believe they said it in the show, but uh, Omni-Man answers to like this lieutenant guy that's like maybe his uncle or some shit. Um, I can't remember his name, but this guy looks fucking massive. Um, And, you know... I, I don't want to say too much because then like I feel like you'll be like, yeah, and then blah, blah, blah. And I'll be like, oh, fuck. I really didn't want you to even, even say that. Um, <laughs> so let's just stick to the finale. Uh, <laughs> this was a really cool finale. Um, I watched only a little bit of Fat Man and whatever. Fat Man Beyond. No. What is, what is the uh, Jay? The guy from Jay and Silent Bob? Kevin Smith? Yes, Kevin Smith's what is his podcast? Batman Beyond. Oh, really? Yeah, it used to be and on Batman, but he, it, now it's Fat Man Beyond. 
Oh, Fat Man Beyond. I'm sorry. I thought you literally were saying Batman Beyond. I'm like, I don't think that's what it's called. Okay, Fat Man oh, Beyond. Yes, sorry. Um, he had Robert Kirkman on. Okay. And that was just really interesting to hear Kirkman break down this this finale. But, um, man, this show just. I don't know, man. It's some of the best writing in animation history. It, it really just is because it, it allows itself to just truly be what it is. And for Kirkman to say there were elements of this show that they didn't even do, um, that they did in the comics. Like he was given an example of in the comics, it was this one uh, school teacher. It was uh, Invincible, Invincible and them school teacher whose son died because of like these bullies or some shit. So, like, the teacher was, like, killing off bully types in the school or some shit. Like, does that sound familiar to you? Vaguely. <laughs> yeah. He pretty much said it was a storyline he was not going to bring into this <laughs> into this show. So, um, I can understand how it's vaguely. But I loved it, man. I, I loved every ounce of it. And let, let me just say this before I pass it to you for your thoughts. What I love most about the show is I've I don't think – because we're so used to like a Justice League where Superman always wins, Batman always wins, Wonder Woman always wins, Iron yeah. Man, Hulk, so on. I don't think there's been an episode Mark hasn't gotten his ass whooped. Yeah, it's more like Spider-Man. <laughs> yes, exactly. And I think it's what made me fall in love with the show because it's like, I remember the moment where um, he's getting dog walked by like that lion character inside that building. Battle Beast. Battle Beast, thank you. Or Battle and Beast. I remember saying to myself, watching it, like, oh, man, he's about to power up and whoop him. And when he ultimately almost died, I was just like, oh, my God, this show doesn't work like normal superhero shows or, or, or superhero anything works. Not really, he just no. got dog walked, <laughs> and that's the end of it. Like, there is no he, he powered up or found the strength and, and, and defeated the bad guy. No, he got his ass whooped. So to me, that's what I loved about this finale to where his dad's kind of just like, I am way stronger than you could ever imagine being. And I'm going to utilize it at every point. Um, but Joel, I'll pass it on to you, man. What were your thoughts on this finale? It was amazing. Like, like it, it's like, it was so cold. Like, like his father beat the shit out of him and, and killed so many people so callously. Um. And just because I saw it in the comic books uh, doesn't mean it didn't. I mean, seeing it like in like in motion was like terrifying, <laughs> you know. Uh, it's one thing like in still panels, but to see it like oh my god, I felt, like I felt every punch is crazy. Um, but it it was it was such an amazing finale because it just it's it didn't like you said it didn't end the way you think it was gonna end. He got his ass whooped and lost. You know, his father flew away. Now he beat his he beat his son so bad he felt bad. <laughs> like that's how that's how bad he beat him. Um that like he saw his feet all fucked up and you know he had to change. And that's how it happened in the comic. It's the same thing. I didn't like going in, I knew that he beat his ass and then flew away. Like I know I know where he's going and I know I know what happens later, but it's just different, you know, seeing it come to life you know in, in a way through the animation and, and they, they i really love the animation on on invincible and they do a really good job but the voice acting is amazing um yeah i said it uh talking to aj and them it's and i think i said it i, I think i said it, it's the best voice casting uh to date there's not been a better ensemble 
of actors that are voice cast. And, and it's funny because uh, Kevin Smith was saying, he was like, if you were to make this movie in the 80s, who would you cast? And it's like, well, obviously Tom Selleck would be would be on oh, yeah. because 100%. Um, but it, he named another character, uh, another actor, I'm sorry. And Kevin Smith was like, you think you could afford blah, blah, blah. And he's like, do you not know who's in this show? Like, <laughs> I Mahershala Ali has numerous Oscars and I got him <laughs> to be an important character in this, in this, uh, this season. So it's like, yeah, I, I do think Amazon, if they were, uh, alive back, you know, alive and running back then they would have coughed up enough money to afford whoever Kirkman wanted. Mm-hmm. Um, this is not like C, B, C, D list actors that he got for this show. These are these are top tier actors and actresses. Um, so this is like this is something that we always say, Joel, is hard to do. It's just hard to do to get this, this much talent. We've only ever seen it in Marvel. <laughs> if, right. if you really think about it, we've yeah. not seen it anywhere else. Yeah, it's been crazy. Uh, it's been surprisingly uh, the, the name, the voice talent they were able to get has been crazy. It's just, but here we are. I mean, they did it. <laughs> I'll even say to your point of visuals, I was in awe as he was flying outer space. How he yeah. was flying so fast, the blood burned off of his suit. Yeah, that was crazy. <laughs> I didn't know that was scientifically possible. <laughs> I'm like, what the hell? That's po- You can do that? Yeah. Um, and then you get the little shot of the tear, uh, you know, because it, it did it, it did break his heart a little bit. It did. All, all the shit he was talking, he did very much love this yeah. about Omni Man. He's there's, he's a deeper character than we've seen. He really is in a good way or deeper in a more so an asshole way. No, in a good way. Okay, yeah. I mean, I kind of got that feeling, and I don't want to get too much into it because, like I said, I don't want us to repeat ourselves when we do our review. But I now that I've seen this finale, I now take when Mark broke the news to him differently. Because remember how he didn't know how to react? Yeah. I think part of him was wishing that it wasn't true. Because if he wasn't a Viltramite, I think in his mind, it would have been easier to just kill him and kill everybody. Right. But knowing that he is a part of him, like legit, he is a Viltramite. It's like, damn, part of me is now like, I got to raise him. Like, I got to raise him as a Viltramite now. And I think he didn't know how to handle that. So, like, all this just hit him really fast. And that's why he was so aggressive throughout mm-hmm. the season. Because it was just like, fuck, I got to care about this kid. I really was hoping he never got the powers. I rip his head off. I move on to the next planet. Um, but now you have to actually care for him. You know, now in, in, in the eyes of a Viltramite, he's your son. Mm-hmm. Not just a regular human. So, right. to me, I took that differently now. Um, and don't worry, anyone listening, this is not, I've not read the comics, so this is just me speculating. Um, but that's how I took that. So to me, this was a beautiful way to end it. And I even loved how Alan the aliens like, all right, you know, what are you going to do now? And it shows all the chaos coming, all the, all the chaos coming. And he's just like, I don't know, finish high school. (laughs) It's like, oh, you have no idea, Mark, (laughs) No. no idea what's coming your way, buddy. People that don't know what's coming don't know what's coming because it's going to get crazy. (laughs) That's what he keeps. That's what he keeps. um, Even in uh, Steven's video where he was announcing that they got renewed, where he was just like, we're going to get crazier. And Kirkman's like, oh, yeah. And it's like crazier, crazier than a guy telling a lady to hold on and then goes to lift her from rubble. And it's just her arm. 
Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> crazier than that? Yeah. Oh, my God. Oh, you have no, I mean, there's a, shit, there's like two or three big, big-ass events um, still. <laughs> like, I also know, Joel, and this isn't a spoiler, because I don't even know if they're going to do this anytime soon. Um, and if they do, again, it exists in the comic book, so it's not like we saw the movie and then we're now spoiling the movie for you. But in mm-hmm. the comics, there's also a multiverse of, of uh, not Omni-Man, of uh, Invincibles. Yep. Yep. Sure. Yeah. So I can't wait to see how that how that might look, how that might translate. Let me ask you this to get us off of this finale so we can save it for when we actually do the review show. Do you think a studio would allow them to do half the shit they do in animation for live action? Like we know they they, they greenlit a live action or working on it. Do you think they'll they'll allow them to be this violent? I don't know. Uh, they went pretty dark. <laughs> like. Uh, they went all out in the animation. They didn't hold back. So, right. I mean, after I, I, seeing this and seeing how popular it is, maybe they will. Who knows? Because AJ said to me, "Well, look at the boys." I'm like, AJ, that's different, man. That's so different. There's nothing. <laughs> Say it again. Amazon. No, 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 no. I mean, the boys' violence is still nowhere near the violence of Invincible. You yeah. we watch him rip a head off, squish a head, rip someone's yeah. heart out cut a body in half yeah yeah so it's like no i think the worst the boys did was like um he like eye lasered someone to death or you know a head exploded but it's the violence in that is nowhere near boys boys is pretty violent yeah but i mean so i like it's not as violent and it's easier to pull off that kind of violence on animation because you don't have to fucking pay for all that blood and all that shit um but I think not. If it was a series, you, you have a better chance. Well, about a movie, about superheroes, it might be hard. Might be be harder to, for a studio to accept it. But I don't know. I want. I, I want to say no, but you never know these days. Yeah, and um. Oh, that's. I'm sorry. That's what Kevin Smith was saying. Sorry, he was saying how technically, if Robert Kirkman wanted to, he could. Well, obviously. Kirkman made the joke that Steven obviously can't be an 18 year old or a high schooler. Um, but majority of this cast, you can just translate to a live action. You can. Yes. So that's, that's what makes, that's what makes this project really special. Cause it's like, you only would have to change some elements of it. Like clearly you're not going to have, what's his name is Omni man. <laughs> um, clearly for so many different reasons. Mm-hmm. Um but um, so let me ask you this: Are you more so on the um, Henry Cavill or uh, no, not Henry Cavill, John, no. Ham, John Hamway for Omni Man? Yeah, I like John Ham. I think the only reason Henry Cavill works for me is because in Mission Impossible he had that mustache and it worked. I never thought it would, but it worked. Yeah, but he's <laughs> too young looking for me. Oh, oh, okay. I see what you're saying. Okay, okay. I mean, I. I think they could clean it up, but I, I do get your point. John Hamm would be legit. You don't have to really yeah, right. touch anything up. He just looks it. Get someone that looks older. That's all. Yeah. No, I'm I'm completely with you. And we all can agree on who we'd want Invincible to be, right? Our boy, Ryan Potter. Yeah. I casted him months ago. <laughs> yeah. When I was doing the image thing, remember? Yep. No, you did. You were way ahead of the curve on this. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's because you knew of Invincible before um the show came out. Mm-hmm. Right. So you had you had a 
I had an idea. They always had an idea on what you would like him to look like. Um, if they ever well, it, once they cast the Steven Yen as the voice, I was like, I think yeah, he probably could be Asian. So, all right, who 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 can Steven Yen's too old now right. to live action. Uh, so like who who fits the age wise? Like you know, Ryan Potter would be great. Yeah, he's he looks young enough. He's in mid twenties or whatever. He could play a teenager. And Joel, if Invincible live action is successful around your third movie, or if it's a series around your third or fourth season, if you decide to do a multiverse of Invincibles, it would be dope to see Steven Yin uh, come in as as Invincible. Um, clearly, not your main Invincible, but one of the the oldest. <laughs> yeah. You could definitely play around with that. But yeah, this show is gold. Robert Kirkman, uh, I believe, has done a way better job with this than he did with um, Walking Dead. Walking Dead is something that I I probably wish would have stopped being made, I don't know, four seasons ago. Um, But Invincible is something that looks like it has the legs to really go. Uh, It's finite. Walking Dead just seems to never fucking end. I think that was the problem. Right. And then, like it, it's only 140 percent issues, so there's an ending. <laughs> right. I, I think I think Robert I think Robert was saying that he likes the idea of because it was a short-lived comic. Um, there are elements that he can just change if he wants to, um, to to give it a little bit more legs to make it you know if, if he wanted to to make it last a little bit longer. Damn. Um, you know, but again, I, I'm I'm along for the ride. I can't wait to see it. Um, and if it's great, I can't wait to see how it train. Well, no, this was great. So I can't wait to see how it translates into live action. So bravo to them. And I cannot wait to see how this all plays out. Um, as far as recommendations of shows to watch, I highly recommend everyone to get ready for Mars Jupiter or whatever it's called. The Josh Dumal show on Netflix. Jupiter's Legacy. <laughs> I don't know where the fuck Mars Mars Jupiter. I don't know where it came from. Um, but no, it looks really, 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 really good. And uh once I saw that it was from the mind that it was from the mind that brought you Kingsman. It was just like, uh yes, I am here. <laughs> I want it. Uh is there a show you're putting up for recommendations for this week? Is that what's coming out this week? That's awesome. Yeah, it comes out this Friday. Okay, that's awesome. Remember, um, remember that's this Friday, and then Army of the Dead is next Friday. Oh, that's gonna be good too. Oh, it's gonna be. I mean, we don't have Marvel, but or DC, but we definitely got some good. Yeah, we'll we'll get through May for sure. We got some stuff to get us through May, and remember, Bad Batch is tomorrow. Word, that's that's right. I right, that's my wallpaper right now. Uh, Uh, me too. Oh my god, me too. (laughs) Um, yeah, it's awesome. So I I I guess I'll throw out Yasuke uh, because. Uh, yes, yes, okay. Because uh, it's really so far, I only seen one episode, but I really liked it. So, can't wait to finish. Uh, it's really fucking not what I expected. So, I'm looking forward I'm to it. I'm actually two episodes in. Lakeith Stanfield um, is doing a pretty good job. I'm, I'm two yeah. episodes in. I think I'll, I'll get back into Because you know what it is? I know what tomorrow is. So, I've just been spending this weekend with nothing but Star Wars, um, you know, to kind of get through the hype of tomorrow. So I think mm-hmm. after tomorrow I can get back into other stuff, um, but yeah, I've been going through my rewatch of of, of Star Wars, um, so that's kind of where my mind. It's why I've only gotten through two episodes of it. But also remember, Joel, we got uh, 
Jupiter's Legacy, you said it's called, right? I almost said yeah. Mars again. Jupiter's Legacy this week. Yeah. Army of the Dead next week. And guess what's the week after that? What's that? The final season of Castlevania. Yay. So, yeah, look, every, every week we got something new. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. It'll lead us right up into Loki. Um, so we'll be good for the month of May, for sure, for sure. Muy bueno. <laughs> um, but that's all me and Joel got for you guys. Uh, we were actually – we love you guys so much. We potted through the first half of the next game. But we will yeah. not. A hell of a fucking first half. It was uh, interesting. Right? I mean, we're good. I'm watching this first half. I'm like, I think we're better than I even think we are. <laughs> like, I agree with you on that. I, I'll even go as far as saying, you know, I – because we're in New York and, you know, we're, we're in fourth, fourth place. I never really in my mind processed Julius Randle as an all-star, but it's like over this fucking stretch of April into the month of May, it's like, how do you not have him well above Giannis who's won it already? You know, well, uh, you know, right. He should be right in that mix of Embiid and, uh, and Jokic right in that mix of those guys. Um, yeah, he is, he is fire right now. He's like, he's like a, he's like maybe the fifth guy they're looking at is ridiculous. Is yeah. ridiculous. Yeah. And here's the thing. Even the fucking... Go ahead. No, go ahead. You were saying. No, I was just going to say, Embiid's been injured a lot this year. Uh, yeah. You know, knock on wood. Randall's been here. It's true. So, you know, he should be higher. He should be in that top three for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They even got fucking Max Kellerman giving him credit. Oh, God. Sometimes I just don't know what's real and what's just for fucking ratings. It's why I don't watch. That's I don't real. Watch That's real, because, you know, they, they, he wouldn't talk. You know, he don't talk nice for fun. Well, that is true. That is that is, that is is a good point. Um, I just, you know, hopefully this is the start of the media switching up on the Knicks. And maybe. No, it'll take a little longer than that. Jay Donnett was talking shit the other day, so it's going to well, be. I just, I just saw the tweet, and I'm like. How do people just wake up and decide, like, hey, Nick fans are enjoying their team doing well. Let me go shit on them. Why? Yeah. Why? I don't – I'll never understand how that excites people. It's like, man, they enjoy something. I'm going to go ruin it. Why? Yeah. Why? Yeah. I don't know. Like, I don't know. Unnecessary. I'm like, all right, cool. Talk shit. Talk your shit. It's just so fucking frustrating. Oh, uh, shit. Uh, the Mines got renewed for season four. Oh, yes. Oh, I love this season so much. It's so freaking good. I, I told my dad this. I, I know this is blasphemy, and you won't even believe me when I say it. I'm okay. starting to prefer Mayans over Sons of Anarchy. Wow, that's big. And you know how much Sons of Anarchy means to me. But mm. Mayans, because remember, uh, Kurt, Kurt Sutter only wrote the first yeah. song and then yeah. got booted. So the fact that the writing has, has held up since. Yeah, Sunday got better. It was crazy. Yeah, yeah I, I'll agree with you. Uh, and I like how the theme song's not even the Kurt Sutter uh, imprint anymore. Yeah, that theme song sucked, but this one's not great either. It's not even a theme song. It's just noise. No. <laughs> it, it, it is. It, it's honest. It, it honestly reminds me of how Arrow would start. Dun, 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 dun. Yeah. Like, oh, really? <laughs> that yeah, it's just like, <laughs> Yeah, because last year, the, the original theme song was just kind of, it didn't even fit there. It sounded like very not Mexican. <laughs> like, yeah. Um, but this one is like not even a song. It's just like noise. <laughs> it's 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 just like I don't know what it is. It's like a it's like a, it's just you know a thing. It it's a text tone. You ever hear someone with a text tone? Yeah, it's a green tone. Yeah, it's exactly what it is. 
Um, but no, I'm very excited for that, that it got renewed. Uh, I love that. I love Snowfall. Um, one yeah, day, I gotta, I gotta get into that. Oh man, Joel, we're not gonna get into it now, but we will get into it uh, once you start it. Snowfall is way better than um. Than the I'm Wire. not gonna. I'm not gonna have that conversation. I'm sorry. The no, Wire. No, you have to. You have to see it first. You have to I don't, see it I, I don't see the need to compare, honestly. When you see it, you will. Because trust me, what? it's not that far off. So, but why do you have to compare the two? Because the, the like it's not like when people are trying to compare Empire to Power. They're two totally different shows. The That's Wire it. and Snowfall, not different at all. I think it would take place in the same area. No, well, yes, the location is different, but the, right. the premise is the same. That's what I mean. It's it's different. <laughs> it's very different. All right, you say that. Watch when you watch it, you go. This is kind of similar to what the fuck the wire is, and it's like, yeah, is it's better. Cop? Huh? Is it about a cop? Yeah. <laughs> yes. It's about cops in general. Yes. <laughs> yes, it's so about a higher form of cops in general. You said higher form. Yeah, like well. It's not. It's not a. It's not a spoiler. It's about the uh, CIA. Okay, they're trying to infiltrate drug the drug world. Yes. Okay. And you do get the element. Remember how Michael B. Jordan and those kids were selling on their block, and it was the idea of uh, you know, trying to get the wire to to be able to to yeah wiretap right. This is almost almost Joel, almost exactly that. You even get the same elements of the kids on the block. You know, handling the block while you see the cops. You know, the the FBI, uh, the CIA element of it. Yeah, you will, you will get that feel. I, I promise. You. Again, if you don't agree that it's better, not a problem. I'm not. Again, I'm never here to. I, I just don't see the need to like. Oh, it's already better than the wire. Like, bro, wire is fucking amazing. I don't, I don't see the need to have to do that. <laughs> you know. No, like. I did say, like, when they were trying to do power in the wire, it's completely different. It's nowhere near the same thing. Um, different, but, type, yeah, different type of show, yeah. Right. But like I said, when you when you start to watch it, <laughs> I'm just watching Bogdan get hit in the face. That's hilarious. Um, when you watch it, you you will feel elements of, of how they're similar. It is all okay. I'm saying. That's fine. I just, I just don't see the need to, like, say one, like, to this one to prop up the other. Oh, no, 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 no. I, I, I don't, to me, it's, it's, to me, I think it's the greatest written show uh, ever. I don't, I don't need to knock The Wire to, to prompt that. I'm saying the conversation over the weekend or over the finale of um, Snowfall was what was the better show, Snowfall or The Wire? Yeah. Uh, I was just okay. more so speaking to that. But no, I, I don't need to down The Wire for me to, to hold, hold strong in believing that Snowfall is one of the best written shows ever. Um, so I'm with you in that in that idea for sure. Yeah, that was the only thing that was frustrating me because I was like, I don't see why you gotta compare the two. If I just, I just don't understand. No, we always say that. I just actually had a conversation with some uh, uh, yesterday with Angel. Um, I I was telling him I'm I'm tired of people continuously saying DC doesn't need to do what Marvel's doing. I don't like that because I'm like, wait, no, but they do. Like, do they need to build it exactly how Marvel does? No, but we want continuity, and that's what Marvel's doing. So yes, there are there are some semblance of what Marvel's doing. We do want to see DC do, and I'm like, the more you keep saying you don't want that, the more they keep doing the stupid shit they're doing now. So stop saying that. <laughs> we do want consistency why and continuity. You want that? Like I don't. Why wouldn't you want to see what Marvel's done 
with DC characters. Exactly. <laughs> You're lying to yourself at this point. Exactly. And I hate when people try to try to disguise it with, well, you know, I, I don't need it to be the comedy like Marvel. Well, then say that. Don't That's say the- you don't need it to be like Marvel because you right. do want it to be like Marvel. You want it yeah. to be this massive success of one large continuity. Absolutely. That's different, you know? Yeah. So that's what you say. I, I, it really shakes me to my, because I'm like, the more people say that, the more Warner Brothers is somewhere in, in a corner going, oh, so you don't want continuity. Great, because I wasn't going to give you any of that shit. So we're going to give you a multiverse. Yeah, we're going to give you a multiverse yeah. with no continuity. And it's like, you guys got to stop saying stuff. They are listening. Stop saying it out loud. <laughs> Just think it. Think it in your brain. Um, but all right. This has been much to do about nothing. Uh, I want to thank Joelle for joining me. I want to thank you all for listening. Please share your thoughts on the latest episode of Batwoman, your thoughts on Invincible, your thoughts on NFL Draft, uh, your favorite basketball team. Comment in the uh, comment section. Share your thoughts with me and Joelle. Let us know what you guys think. Um, Please. Please do, especially if you disagree with anything we said on the show. We always love a good debate. So... Let us sure. Well, Jawan does. I don't talk. My buddies. <laughs> Joel will bounce <laughs> off. He'll just do it really politely. I will be. <laughs> um, but no, thank you guys for tuning into an all new episode, and we will see you guys uh, next week. Make sure you stay tuned for Figure It Out this week. And I am doing a special live show of May the Pod Be With You for me. And also with you, Jawan. Oh, thank you. Um, so I am doing a live show with a bunch of other geek groups. God bless you. Star Wars. So, <laughs> hey, I got to do something special for Star Wars. You know, that's my baby. Got to give it something. Yeah, I know. As long as you admit right now, it means more than even Batman. I will never. Why are you trying to get me to say that, Joel? You've said it before. I just want people to know that it's true. That you've it's said it in not the past. true, Joel. Batman is. I mean, it's like it's like choosing your favorite child. I love them oh, both equally. I mean, I've heard maybe, you say it. I just want maybe, to want it on the record. Maybe, maybe I love whatever kid came first, but I'll never, I'll never admit it out loud. You have admitted it. I just want <laughs> you to do it on motion. As long as, as long as I have not done it, where you could record it and replay it, it doesn't exist. So no, I have not said it. I have it somewhere in text form. I know I have to. It's okay. As soon as you find it and show it to me, I'll delete it. So then, boom, it never exists. And I love it. (laughs) But all right, guys, we will see you same time, same place. Uh, Till then, peace. Peace.